0: a fever. And the only prescription... Ah! This is the Cigar Authority. the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah, That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo.
1: Who are you, Julius Caesar?
0: Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know
2: I don't follow the NBA.
0: Mr. Jonathan.
3: I know who I am. I'm a dude
0: ain't a dude
3: disguises
0: another dude Barry Stein yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chuck Morrison 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light him up. Screw it, let's let him do it. It's time It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority I
4: gotta have one. It's in the
3: home. Saturday, August 13th, 2016, broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana de Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And Mr. Jonathan is back right here beside me. And better than ever. And we'll welcome in Eric Wentworth from Hammer & Sickle, former Cigar of the Year winner. Uh, now the brand is known as Trademark. We'll uh, talk about that. We'll light up one and reveal the contenders for the Cigar of the Year 2016 way in advance, but there's a reason for that, too. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
5: And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live, Or catch the podcast On Demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. Two weeks
3: vacation, and you sound run down, tired, sick. Yeah,
5: all of the above.
3: Because you were out, we are on the beach, relaxing, enjoying life. Uh,
5: Working my
3: balls off is what I was doing. There we go. It's an industry term. You wouldn't understand (laughs) There we go. So, uh, Cigar of the Year. This is uh, a a former Cigar of the Year from a couple of years ago. Um, The Hammer and Sickle
4: Trademark, I guess. Yep. It's the winner of the 2013 Cigar of the Year. And the Trademark Series Connecticut is the quintessential quintessential mild cigar. Boasting a four-year-aged Golden Connecticut Shade Wrapper, Trademark is comprised of proprietary blend of local Dominican tobaccos aged from three to five years, that unite to provide a truly flavorful, mild cigar experience.
3: All right, so uh, we're going to try a different lighter and cutter today, only because the lighter, and Jonathan will get into it in a few seconds, uh, has a built-in guillotine cutter in it. Yes, it does. So usually these guillotine cutters are flimsy, and I get nervous about them, but let's see what it's about. The interesting thing is that it has a little... um, little catch tray. A little built-in ashtray there. little ashtray with a cutter and... See, the reason people have an issue with
5: these is they try cutting with the, everything stretched out like so. And you have to open the hand long. And it ends, up, it ends ah. up getting floppy. Folding. The way this is meant to be done is there's a little cutout right here for your thumb. You angle the cutter, put the cigar in, boom,
3: and you've got your catch basin on the ashtray and you're done. Let's see how it goes. All right. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence.
4: Excellent. How'd you do with that? Very good. Cold your taste tastes a little bit like Davidoff. With the cigar being made at Tabadam in the Dominican Republic. Right. Same T-t- factory that Davidoff comes out of. At a much better price.
3: Golden grams, Actually pretty good, huh? And, and, the, and the cigar fell into the little ashtray. Tastes like
5: Golden Grams without the milk. I'll give it to you. A little graham cracker.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah.
3: Come on. That, and that's with one nostril not even working. It tastes
4: like butter on a Pop-Tart.
3: There we go. What, what's a golden graham? It's a graham cracker.
5: Golden Grahams is a, the ultimate cereal as a kid. That oh, was the, the cereal? The sugar cereal you wanted your parents to buy you. Oh,
4: you don't even know sugar cereal. I'm talking <laughs> sugar cereal. It was definitely more like Twix or Kix. Or, yeah, Kix. Kix.
3: More than Kix, yeah. Yeah, kicks. way more than Kix. Kix was the one your mother wanted you to
1: have, right? Yeah, right. she made you have that one. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't that bad.
4: See, I would have figured you for a Lucky
1: Charms guy. That's sugary. That's gross. Oh, the crack was uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. I mean, that was just crack. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast
5: Crunch and Golden grams very similar. Yeah, absolutely. I always thought they should combine the two I taste the cereal. And orange. have yeah. Cinnamon Toast Graham. There you go. And then you'd be all set. Home Do rock? you mix cereals? I have I've been known to mix yeah. cereals.
1: When's the last time you had cereal? Uh, Yesterday? A couple <laughs> hours ago? A decade ago. <laughs> it's
3: been a decade. I went to go visit um, La Flor Dominicana some years ago. What are we using here? What's this lighter? This is the Lotus Duke.
5: It's sixty nine ninety nine. although when you look at it, it looks like a $150 lighter. It's got the dual-action flip top, three jets that all point in a uh, pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. And then instead of a flip-out bullet punch... You have a flip-out, full-size cutter, complete with catch basin. they work fine. So you don't make a
3: mess. It works great. Burns great.
5: There's a nice weight to
4: it. The Duke. It's balanced.
3: By Duke. Lotus. Okay, so I met La Fluid Dominicana some years ago, visiting down in Florida. And after I left them, I'm driving uh, down the road. It's not far from there. I see a store called the Cereal Bowl. I'm like, what is that? I actually turned around. You have to. Yeah. What is this? It's a store that sells only cereal to eat. It's a restaurant. All they have is cereal. So you go in, they give you this cardboard bowl. And just like you you go into the candy stores that have all the different candies and you make a bag and they weigh it after. It's that type of thing. And there's all the different cereals. So you do a little of this, a little of that. You turn in the little crank and stuff. And then they weigh it. And then you make your way over to the bar where they have regular milk, the yeah. real stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like paint. And then they got the <laughs> 2%, 1% skim milk. Do they or cream? No, but, it, but, you know, I haven't done regular whole milk in the longest time. And that stuff came out. It was like paint. Did they have you know, their
4: chocolate milk? out?
3: Chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would want to do Cocoa Krispies, Cocoa
5: Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles, and chocolate, and chocolate milk. milk. And have a party.
3: You you know. go. <laughs> so anyway, it was, it was pretty awesome. You think,
5: you're, you think you're like, you have it going on when it comes to mixing foods and going bad. Mixing. But when I want to go bad, I can go <coughs> bad, bad. I know it's tough to tell by looking at me. Yeah, but I don't think you got it. I can pull it off. You think you're going
1: to run a plate? Yeah. I hear a competition. <laughs>
3: this is this is one sport I can win yeah, I can excel <laughs> at. I'm, I can't I'm not do gonna much, go, but I got this I'm run. not going
5: to go head to head with who can consume more, but. There's been several times when I went back for seconds and you, uh, you bowed enough. out. It was all broccoli. But. Yeah,
3: just trying, trying to be debonair, <laughs> that's all. So one of my favorite cigars. It's one of good. my favorite. Um, and we're going to have Eric Wentworth on. Eric Hanson, which is the owner of Hammer & Sickle, uh, actually Death in the Family. Yeah. So uh, he's uh, tapping out and he's bringing Eric Wentworth in. Eric Wentworth's going to be an interesting um, interview because... He started his career with me. Yes, he did. <laughs> so yep. I think he put in a half a dozen years anyway. And uh, we'll see what he has to say. I never brought him on the show before because it was Eric Wentworth. Now he's now he is Eric Wentworth. Now he is somebody. Yeah, he's somebody. So uh, today we're going to do the uh, Cigar of the Year. So normally it is Black Friday. Uh, we introduce the Cigars of the Year. That's right. And uh, this year we had to uh, go... Really, fast forward, um, get the information at the trade show, get every single cigar we could possibly taste and figure out the best we can. Couldn't track too much on the sales side of new, brand new cigars. Some of them, you'll see, have been around for a while, so we were able to get some information. Because we had to actually compile this list and put together this pack, sampling pack of cigars before Monday, because Monday was D-Day. That was it. August 8th, the day you cannot. Cigar apocalypse. Yeah. You cannot actually manufacture. And manufacture, it. Would, you would imagine, is making cigars. But, no, I can't take one of this and one of this and put it together in a pack. You know, you can't do it anymore. No. So you'd have to do it in advance of that, and then we can do it for two years. So this is. So we did it in advance of it, made a sale, and now we have it for sale. And we have to announce it. This would be the last time you could do it. Possibly. Right? That the way it reads, it's the last time we can do it. Now we're hoping between now and next year, some of these ridiculous things that are going on are going to get cleaned up. And we're going to get into some ridiculous stuff because we're going to be having a, a half-off sale on cigars pretty soon. And you'll see why. Um, There's it's craziness going out there. Packages are being seized. Uh, imports into the U.S. Uh, customs are, are Already? tearing apart. Yeah, all these things. happen starting Monday morning. Monday morning. So they have this money to spend, so they're, they're out there saying, I have a reason to have my job, so, so they're out there doing it. So that's it. So uh, we started 1992 creating a contenders for the Cigar of the Year, and then later um, at the um, Super Bowl Saturday is when we would, the day before the Super Bowl, introduce the Cigar of the Year. We're moving everything up ahead, so we're going to do the – uh, contenders today, <laughs> We're going to tell you who the best cigars.
6: That okay? was a Barry. Are you I'm pulling dying. a Barry? I mean. I'm dying.
3: Did you retrohill? No, he took a couple weeks vacation, Whew. and this is, he's in trouble. <coughs> he's in trouble. It's contagious. So, um, yeah, 1992, we started doing it. We move, move ahead, uh, the contenders. Do you remember what won in 1992? Uh, it was Fonseca Triangulare, <clears throat> the torpedo version of a Fonseca. Mild cigar, Dominican, much like what we're smoking here. Will we see return of this cigar? It never went away. It still exists. You're yeah. going to see the return of a lot of these things, though. So, uh, you know, just going through uh, some of the historic thing of it. And I know the cigars of the year everywhere, but this is the cigar of the year. Because in 1992, nobody was doing the cigar of the year. We came out with it, actually, before there was a cigar aficionado. They, they only came out maybe yeah, six years ago or something, doing a cigar of the year. It hasn't been even... 10 years, ago.
4: I think it was like 2000 or 2001, wasn't it? Oh, really? Yeah. That long they've been doing this? Yeah, okay. So, um,
3: some past ones, Romeo and Juliet, right? Famous brands that you know at that time was, was uh, relatively new, Romeo and Juliet. Um, Perdomo had a brand out called La Tradition. And uh, the size was called the X. It was a torpedo. It was the most awesome torpedo. You could poke somebody's eye out with it. (laughs) I mean, this thing pointed so well. And uh, it was... I go to the trade show this year, and there it is on the shelf. I haven't seen this in years. Mm -hmm. And here it is. I haven't smoked it in years. Uh, It disappeared. But these things are coming back. So there was a great cigar, and it's making a comeback. That was 1998, the cigar of the year. Uh, Puros Indios. And I believe you're going to see... so we're going to get into that next week. Some acquisitions and things like that. You may be uh, seeing something happening with that La Flora Dominicana. Um, this is his, the uh, Hammer and Sickle icon. Later, be uh, changing its name to the trademark, and we'll get into that with with Eric Indian Tobacco. Now we know Phil Zangy. Um, yes. You know he, him and Rocky Patel. He put that out, and then Rocky Patel later joined the Indian Tobacco Company uh, with that. That was 1999. Camacho 2002. Cigar of the Year now owned by Davidoff. Uh, Rocky Patel on his own in 2004. Uh, The Rocky Patel brand came out. It was fantastic, and here it is as a cigar of the year. Um, Atabay was 2012, and uh, trademark 2013. 2014 was B.G. Meyer. We had those guys on. Last year, or this year that we're in right now, is the Recluse Amadeus Habano. Big cigar, by the way, at the trade show this year. It was almost looked at for the first time. People were saying, "What an unbelievable cigar this was!" Oh, and really? I'm like, yeah, cigar of the year last year. You're yeah, a year like- behind, but here it is. And um, we're going to see uh, what comes out for this year, and we're going to announce it on the show today. So, what is the what is the process of selecting the contenders? Um, first off, it starts with um, that we we ourselves as the buyers. Um, think that it's a viable product to bring into the store. Um, This is a very interesting thing, that a process that goes through a store. We have 1,100 open boxes of cigars that are here. There's a uh, strength profile and a a country of origin and a price point point for each thing. So when you take something new in, you take it in and you say, okay, this is a Dominican mild cigar. It's priced about $8, $9.00. What's like it? What, you know, is this a good value for what it is? Because why would you bring something in that's a worse value or worse cigar to compete against something else? Yeah. So you're always trying to make every cigar better than the next cigar. If something's going to come in, that means something has to go out. So you're bringing something better in is what you're always trying to do. So the first step is, okay, we end up taking it in, so we're interested. Some people will say, yeah, cigar of the year is always something you, that you take in. Well, of course, it was good enough to, to get into the store. yeah. If it yeah. Can't, be, can't be Cigar
5: of the Year if it wasn't good enough to be taken in to begin with.
3: Yeah, so it's interesting that, you know, some of the negative stuff that's said to me, that, uh, you know, you, you always pick something that you carry. Yeah, because I thought it was good enough to, <laughs> to get in here in the first place. Sure. Okay, you got me. Um, and then it becomes that, you know, we all smoke cigars in here. Up until Monday, we all smoke cigars for free at all times, every employee. We don't do that anymore because of the government's not allowing us, and we'll see what ends up changing with that. But that's another whole show we could do on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody smoked everything because we want the, the sales staff to know every product. Even if you like mild cigars, you smoke the full-bodied cigars so that you can say to the guy that likes the full-bodied cigar, this is like that, despite whether you like it or not. And, um It would be discussed all the time. Everybody talks about the new cigars that came in. What do you think? What's what's good? You know, this is good. I've been recommending a lot. And the people that you recommend it to like it and come back. The most important part is actually the consumer themselves. Mm. And we track, as you see, every single customer that comes in, we track them uh, to see what they buy. And what we look at is when somebody comes in and buys a single of a certain brand, the guy comes in, buys the, the trademark. The next time he comes in, maybe he buys more. Next time he comes in, buys a whole box. This guy is actually voting. He doesn't realize he's voting, but he's voting with his wallet. He's telling us that he likes this. You know, somebody else could come in and say, "You know, I like this a lot," and then I watched the last ten times. He never bought it. Well, how much did you like it? You know, you're buying something else and you're saying you like it. That this is so. We're taking that guesswork out of it and actually following and tracking to what's going on. Um, And then when it comes down to it, we pick the contenders. That's what we're doing today. Here's the the best of what, what came out based on all those things. And then these other people that buy this pack will actually have a vote also. They're going to actually be somebody that smoked every single one of the contenders. So somebody else that says, you know, I think this should be the cigar of the year. I've never had this one, this one, and this one, but this one should be the cigar of the year. His vote doesn't count That's because right. you actually have to, to vote. you got to smoke them all. Yeah. You've got to yeah. be Try an educated voter. Yeah. Unlike what's happening here in the presidential. I'm trying <laughs> right. to avoid yeah. that conversation. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> at all Which is another whole show if we wanted to get into that. So that's the process of what happens. And let me just say this, Dave. Yeah.
1: It's the process that I think really separates you amongst, uh, sets you apart from the rest. In other words, you have the data. This isn't a guesswork thing. This and is and a, it's not
3: just two or three of us that say this is what right. the answer is. And, and there's a lot of people out there. That's what they think, one single person or something. Let's get as much as we can possibly get into this uh, to make an educated guess because, again, if you like full-bodied cigars, you're never going to pick, they, they, take a Cigar Aficionado, for instance. Exactly. Cigar of the Year is never going to be a mild cigar because the taste profile of those four people that dictate that yes. do not like that. Yeah. They do not like Connecticut Shade. They do not like mild cigars. Period. That's it. So what's what's it going to be? You know, And we, we have these guesses every year, and we're not far far off of what they like. I can tell you what they
1: like, but let's see what... People like, the majority of people like. Yeah, and the second part of the equation is the criteria to be even included as a contender. In other words, we're not choosing cigars from 1994. Right. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. You'll see Cigar Aficionado come out with Cigar of the Year. That was a cigar that came out 10 years ago. Correct. 12 years ago. Correct. How could it be Cigar of the Year? Well, and I've always said it.
3: I've always had a problem with that, that, you know, the movie of the year has to be the movie that came out this year. The car of the year has to have come out this year. It can't come out, you know, 57 Ford. You can't win, right? Exactly. Uh, but that's about to change also because there'll never be a new cigar ever. Again. Since Monday. Monday was the last ones that came in. Uh, actually, Friday. The shipments we got in Friday were the last cigars that we will ever get in that will be a new product. Now, some of
4: them were really small releases to just a specific region. Yes. And then next year at the trade show, they'll release it to the entire nation, so it will no longer be a regional release. Yeah, so,
3: well, every store is going to have new product that they didn't carry before. Right. You know, we, we got hundreds of new things, one box of each thing. We've got to come up with a, with a thing, by the way. We have one box of this, one box of that, One, lots of stuff that's back there. We'll say, this morning, what are we going to do with this thing? Maybe we put a web page out. And there's only one of every single thing. And we put it, here's how much they cost, and let everybody just buy these things. Because we bought them as a favor to many, many manufacturers. And, you know, what do we do? We put them out of singles. We put a box. Just so many. I mean, it was a hundred and something just on one company. A hundred different boxes of cigars from one company. There's, (laughs) There's hundreds and hundreds of boxes of cigars. We have one of each of. And, um... I haven't even smoked them, wow. you know. They're no, it's not like I had a sample of it and decided to do it. I just decided to do a favor and let, let get this through commerce, and we have it. So somebody out there wants the stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. There's we'll a, sell them. There's a market. So we'll put something together. Hopefully, for next week, we'll have an answer to do that. But right now, I would like an answer of unveiling. We have seven, right, this year? Seven. Seven, seven contenders for the cigar of the year. So. Uh,
4: Barry, give us one. Cigar number one translates to the heart of any cigar factory, and that is La Galera, Connecticut. Yes. The La Galera, Connecticut features an Ecuador, Connecticut wrapper over a Dominican binder. The filler contains a special Dominican tobacco along with Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98.
5: That's the one that
3: I wanted. Okay, the Connecticut. I wanted the Connecticut. The, The problem with La Galera was which one is better the Habano, or the Connecticut, and the Connecticut gets the first one. That's a contender for the Cigar of the Year. Um, again, based on sales and things like that, despite what a lot of people think, mild cigars outsell full-bodied cigars. It's the biggest base that there is. Everybody can enjoy the La Galera Connecticut, even if you like mild cigars. Even if you like full body cigars, you can smoke it and enjoy it. It's fine. It's got some body to it. It's, it's got flavor. It's good. Um, maybe, to some people, the Habano is too full-bodied. It could be. I don't find it, it to be all that full-bodied. No. I, listen, I, you know I like the mild stuff, and I like that one also. Actually, I would have picked that over the Connecticut, and you picked the, the opposite of what you would have thought between the Absolutely, two of us. Absolutely, yeah. Very, very, but value-wise, the Connecticut is crazy price, right? Four ninety
4: nine 99 to six twenty nine depending on the size of right, you. So
3: it's a, it's a home run in value. Uh, packaging is nice. Everything, that's Hochi Blanco out
4: in the... Uh, um, um, Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic. In, the, in Las Palmas yep and his tobacco is grown in the Sabao Valley which is where the majority of Dominican tobacco is grown yeah he's got his own farms using his own stuff <laughs> he, he makes the
3: stuff for the aging room people great cigars and here's his um, his um, contender for the cigar year and you know he has had contenders uh, based on making cigars for other people but this one's his and uh, we saw him at the trade show this year it was nice to see so congratulations to him. And uh, why not? Let's do uh, a second uh, contender for the Cigar of the Year.
4: Cigar number two comes to us from Tom Lazuka and Christian Arroyo. And it's the Asylum 13 Connecticut, which features a flawless Ecuador-Connecticut wrapper over Honduran binder with Honduran Corojo and Habano fillers. Okay, so what do we have here? What's, what, what do we have that's similar? Similar is they're both Connecticut yeah. shade. They're
3: both milder versions of what they make. Is this the year of the Connecticut? Is this the year of the mild cigar? We're smoking a mild Could cigar now. They all now. end up being Connecticut's battling it out. Uh, asylum is what country? Honduras. Honduras. So we have a Dominican and a Honduran so far. Although I
5: think he has moved his production of Asylum to Nicaragua. Although he uses Honduran
4: tobacco, I think he makes
3: the Right. In he Nicaragua. now has
5: a
4: new factory in Nicaragua, so some of the CLE Asylum stuff is split between the two factories. Okay. So, but using Honduran tobacco. Yes. And La Galera
3: is, you you said Peloto and you said all kinds of things. Right,
4: it has Dominican binder and fillers with an Ecuador-Connecticut wrapper. Both cigars have an Ecuador-Connecticut wrapper.
3: Ah, okay. Not just, not USA-Connecticut, Ecuador-Connecticut. Interesting. (laughs) which are uh, very popular, very, very popular. It, it, you can't argue it, with the price on yeah, it. It's much better than it, It's overshining, the Connecticut shade stuff right now. The yield has been bad in Connecticut. Uh, this year I hear it's bad, too. Yeah. It's very dry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're getting way more out of it. Cloud cover is how they operate in, in uh, Ecuador. They don't have to put the cheesecloth and all that stuff. The cloud cover handles it. Mm-hmm. In Connecticut over here, they, there's lots of work to be done, and then it depends on... Uh, weather and stuff so everything's kind of perfect in ecuador i'd love it to be more here in the u.s and stuff but they'll have good years and they'll have bad years and this one isn't isn't that the, the such is life. greatest life isn't the greatest so uh that's it two connecticut's both mild cigars what was the price point on that the asylum
4: 599 to 799 depending on the size and they go all the way out to 70
5: ring gauge that is correct On a Connecticut. Yes. Is it the 70 ring gauge that's going to be in the contenders pack? I don't know if that'll I think it's a 60.
4: Okay. Uh, 99% that it's a 60. Yeah. I don't have that thing in front of me. I should have it. Yep. Ed gave us the thumbs up on it
3: being a 60. Ed knows. So uh, flavors on uh, early flavors here, Mr. Jonathan has nothing, right? (laughs) Tastes
4: like I need to keep blowing my
3: nose. (laughs) Really?
4: It's definitely earthy. A little bit of butter. A little bit of creaminess. But it tastes like a poor man's. Davidoff. Yes. Not by
1: accident.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a Davidoff quality. If you were to Blind Folia and say, what's the flavor, you can taste um, buttery popcorn. Bas- basically, Kellner's
4: touch. His trademark. Yeah, right. That, that barnyard component. Yeah. You know, a little bit of hay,
1: a little bit of wood. Yeah. Yeah, it's like creamy with that wood finish. Yes. Yeah. I believe you guys are looking for buttered popcorn. I'm just throwing it <coughs> out there. I'm looking for it. Maybe I'll
3: have some after the thing. But right now, it's no, I it does a good job with this. And uh, a big, big seller. We, we have them here today. And they're, um, they get the engraving
4: machine. I don't know if you saw
3: that. The ashtray engraving
1: yeah. machine.
4: I yeah. had yeah. a few cool. engraved for my wedding today. You did, yes. yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah those are
1: How does that work lasers. for our customers? Why is it that
5: nobody asks you? If you're changing your last name to match your wife-to-be, why do they have to come to me? I must field that question ten times a week. I hate my it's last
4: embarrassing, name. Man. It's been an wanting... embarrassing
1: question to ask the person.
4: I've been wanting to change my last name. I'm like 47. I've been wanting to change my last name for easily 30 years. Now's the time to
3: do
1: Stein. it. Stein. Hate it. It's a great name, Barry I Stein. Wanted it's, to keep... it's, it's I only
4: wanted to keep it if I had a son and I would have named him Frank Nathaniel because then he would have been Frank and Stein. But now, know you know Heidi can't have kids. She's not shy about that. If you're gonna do so, it,
1: if you're gonna do it, here's my theory. All right, what was Rodney Dangerfield? His real name is not Rodgy, Rodney Dangerfield. No, it's something else. I forget what it is. But do something cool like Dangerfield, <laughs> <laughs> Barry Dangerfield. What's your porn name? What's that? What's your porn name? No idea. So it would be your what it, is it, Your yeah, your, yeah. your first pet in the street you grew up on.
4: Princess so, Highway. I'd be a transsexual <laughs> porn star. <laughs> And it all comes full circle.
3: Princess Highway. Yes.
4: <laughs> hey. You were born on a highway? Oh, King, you, King's Highway. Okay. Princess Kings doesn't sound that great, right, but Princess Highway? I, there's a transsexual porn star if I ever heard one. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. I, I love the cigar. It's yeah, very yeah. good. So, the answer to your question is that you buy a box of the cigars and they make the ashtray with whatever you want to engrave so on So, you got an ashtray La- can Laser engraved.
1: Oh, it's so cool. Yeah.
7: So,
3: big, big font.
7: Yeah. You, have pick, a c- you
3: pick your
5: font, you, you decide what you We you're have gonna... a Cigar Authority one uh, in the Salem store. Yes, we do. It's yeah, cool.
3: Jacob Cohen is uh, Roddy Dangerfield's yes. birth name. Jacob Cohen. Yes. So, Barry Stein is not even really your, your last name. No Because you were um, I was adopted Adopted Do you you know what your name was? It
4: it escapes me Because I kind of put it out of my name But it was Forgets what his name is It was Here it is was official
3: It was The official He doesn't know what his own name
4: is It was as Irish as Irish could be It was Mick something Really? Yes So you're Irish Yes Both sides you think? Uh, Don't know Don't know Yeah But you're certainly
3: not a Stein Definitely not Although the people that brought you up Yes was Stein.
4: He, yeah, he, I love my mother and father, and they yeah. both know I wanted to change my name. They were both supportive when they were alive. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to be rolling over in their grave. Yeah. Does uh,
5: Little Stein <laughs> resemble the last name of Stein? No. Is there
4: And name? if it was, would I say yes?
5: Oh, really? oh, oh. that? Yes.
3: <laughs> 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 oh. So oh, so, what, so what's your last name?
4: It's going to be Bellavo. Beliveau, yes.
3: um,
1: almost so French.
4: French, almost Mister yes. Jonathan.
1: Well, tell out. tell me, Heidi, your fiance's last name is Bart.
4: Well, that's her married name, uh, first marriage. She's so kept she that. So she, she never. This is getting back. more and more. Interesting Most people don't
7: revert, revert
4: back to their maiden name. I didn't know that. I mean, like so my friend you're going to take her maiden
5: name, and she's going to keep her married
4: name? How is no? That? She's going to go back to her maiden name. Like okay. my friend Ellen, that's going to be at the wedding. She still has her last name from our first marriage. Really. Most people that I know don't revert. Oh, I back. would
1: drop that faster
5: than.
4: I have never seen a man change his name.
3: You wouldn't drop it
4: because you're a real man, and you wouldn't
3: change your last name. True. No, no but, offense, but, but why no make offense. her be Stein when you're not even Stein? Right. Yeah. I've mean, so, never been comfortable with
5: it. Why not so, just come up with a cool last name like Chuck said? That's what I'm saying. I
1: like man. Bello, this is your opportunity, it's, it's, dude.
4: It's French. It's a little Canadian. It's I've, cool, but you can get. I've cool. wanted to retire to Canada in the past. Like yeah. I wouldn't mind living in Quebec. So, I'm all right with Belleville.
1: I'm all right with it too, but you have an Originally, opportunity
4: here. when I was growing up, my, my middle name's Adam. I was going to change my last name to Adams. I figure it's, you know, 1700s. If you were Dangerfield, you would be Barry A. Dangerfield. Bad. Oh, that would be uh, your initial. Dangerfield. Well, I wonder if Heidi's open the Dangerfield. Dangerfield. It's pretty awesome.
3: Barry, Barry Dangerfield. I'm
1: telling you, man.
3: And he's bad. That's so good. Bad Barry Dangerfield. It's so good. I just
5: tried so hard in my head to come up with names that spell douche, but I couldn't do it.
4: I couldn't do it fast enough.
3: So what do you got to do? You got to go to a judge and say,
4: this is what I want to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, when you, when you just file the paperwork for the wedding, instead of her filing for her, her you know, becoming Stein, yeah. we're both going to file for a bell And at that day, both, and and new, <coughs> new license. New Usually le- 30 days after the marriage, the name switches over. You you it, to, well, they said it takes up to thirty days, but you got to change your license. You have got to change your, your social media and everything. Passport, we have to change the show open. I mean, there's, yep. there's a lot going on well, here. I'm going to keep Stein as a professional name, but, <laughs> now it, but now that it's out there, I might as well just go Barry Dangerfield as a professional name. <laughs> there we
3: go. If it worked for Rodney, <laughs> here we go. I
4: mean, I don't get any respect as it there is. We so go. It's
3: perfect. That's where I was going with that for sure. But anyway, all right. Speaking of a guy who gets no okay. respect, we're going to bring. Um, Eric Wentworth on. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, um, we're going to talk with Eric Wentworth, Hammer and Sickle Cigars, Pass Cigar of the Year winner, and uh, we'll see what he's doing, uh, not being part of the gang here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We'll be back in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. Then again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth,
5: member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality.
1: There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series, from Hammer & Sickle. Live well.
4: Or visit diamondcrown.com.
5: You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's Sponsors Deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com, and on the right-hand side, simply click the Sponsors Deal to see what this week's Sponsors Deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The Sponsors Deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me.
2: This is Eric Hansen from Hammer & Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: And we are back live from the La Fleur de Cigar Studios today, located at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. It's been a while since we were here. You're listening to the Cigar Authority weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. The contenders for the Cigar of the Year are here, and we're going to welcome to the show Eric Wentworth, who uh, went on from working for me, Moving on with his life to better himself and moving on to Hammer and Sickle, uh, which happened to be the Cigar of the Year in 2013. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. All right. Excited to be here. First question, what's it like on the other side? Yeah, what is it like? It's amazing. It's way better, right? <laughs> I hear that. Everything <laughs> tastes better. The air is cleaner. It's just a- it's The
5: grass is greener.
3: There's less Mr. Jonathan. It's mm. spectacular. Yes. Let me ask you, when you when you were working work, <laughs> for me, you could smoke anything you wanted. Yep. Did you smoke Hammer and Sickle cigars?
2: I don't recall. I you? smoked a ton of Hammer and Sickle. Yeah? Especially the Hermitage when it first came out. All right. Absolutely love that cigar. All right. Still do. Okay. And, and Eric Hansen would
3: come in and he saw that he saw something in you I didn't see, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Not a lot yeah, of people really? see it.
2: Still don't. Still don't know what he saw in me, but. It's no. worked out, had a lot of fun, and i got to thank you for giving me the start in the no, cigar industry. Of course, of
3: course. And uh, so uh, now your job consists of what, exactly?
2: Uh, well, I'm the national sales manager for Hammer & Sickle, so I get to travel the country selling cigars, hanging out with people, and, and just is, having it, a good time. And is it good that you had worked in a cigar shop
3: before? You knew what they should do and what they shouldn't do and how to deal with them
2: as,
3: as opposed to a consumer?
2: Yeah, for the most part, I, you know, I know the way things are supposed to run, yeah. especially coming from two guys, the best-run cigar shop I've seen. There and, we go. Um, you know, you, I'm able to help. You can start and, kissing. Yeah, you don't uh, have to, you don't it's have to unnecessary.
3: But, but not only am I his former employee, I'm a good customer of Hammer & Sickle.
2: The best customer
3: there of Hammer & Sickle. There we go. You guys make it happen. There we go. It, because it's a great product. Um, you know, I, I was you. on board with um, Cusano Cigars back in the day when they first started out, and that was a product made by Davidoff. And it was an unbelievable value for what it was. And we sold a ton of them because I knew the quality of the cigar. Same thing happened with Hammer and Sickle. And Hammer and Sickle came out for the price. I mean, how do you beat what you have here? You have a quality, a Davidoff quality cigar for a fraction of the price. Correct. It's a great value.
2: And the packaging you get with it, too, is spectacular. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which, uh, you know, what, what you got to know Eric Hansen a lot better than you did. Yep. What is his problem with wood?
2: Why does he hate wood so he Nothing just, is wood. He just wants to be different.
3: Yeah. He likes Glass, to stand out. marble,
2: anything but wood, leather, suede. He comes from the spirit background, so he just understands you really got to stand out to make a splash, especially sure. when you're a craft or a boutique line. Yeah. People got to notice it to try. Yeah. yeah. So.
3: Good. So uh, it was uh, the win of the... Um, Hammer and Sickle Icon is what it was called when it won the the cigar of the year, and then w- there was a second band on that said Icon. Good yep. thing it was a second band. And then all of a sudden, the cigar started coming in. They didn't say Icon anymore, and the price sheets, everything ended up saying Trademark. What the hell happened to Hammer and Sickle Icon?
2: Uh, well, there was a little uh, legal issue with the name Icon. Um, we did have it trademarked, uh, but somebody came after it, came after us for it, and we looked into fighting it but even just to fight it it was going to cost about three hundred thousand dollars to it. get the name back yeah. basically and it's a big company that can push their weight around and that's all they were doing because that's it you know you want to spend some money and fight us so you just want to roll over and let correct it so we changed the name to trademark uh trademarked trademark it's genius
3: genius yep. <laughs> it's genius You've
5: got to have fun with it. I don't understand why you wouldn't just tell them to pound sand and say, no, we're just going to keep doing it, and you take us to court. Not
7: they the do, other way they, around.
5: Then need, but then we still have to pay our
3: lawyers, and yeah. we still have to pay. It's a whole thing. Represent yourself? You're on the, the right side of the law here. Well, what I did, we, uh, I own Legion Havana and came out with it in 1994. This company, Altatus, uh, didn't even exist then. And then they sued me years later for La Giana Havana Havana of the trademark, which I owned, and um, the same thing. The attorney said to me, it's going to be $300,000 to fight it. You will win. How much profit do you make on this product? How many years of profit does that take away? Uh, you can continue, all of them. You can continue to market it. You can continue to come out with it, but you're going to have to give up the trademark, which is what I did. I gave up the trademark, but I still own the brand. I still have it labeled that way. Nobody says anything. It's still out there, but they consider that they own that trademark for some reason. They don't. Nor did they trademark it after. But they, they, uh This is a, a David versus Goliath thing. Yep. They, uh, they like to push little guys around. Yeah,
4: literally in this case. There we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
3: uh, that's what happens. And you say, okay, we're going to use trademark and no second band, though. But
2: no second th- band.
3: The trademark is the hammer and sickle. Correct. So now the, yep. here's
5: the, here's the question that I have for you. A lot of people swear that when there's no second band,
2: mm-hmm. that it's a different cigar. It's the same cigar. the same
5: I have to go looking through my inventory for some people to find the second band ones.
2: They say they're better. In fact, we took bands off of some of them. You're right. It's the same exact cigar.
3: Yeah. People have a problem
5: when when any packaging changes. I'm going to say that to somebody. I have this one guy that's been giving me a hard time. I'm going to say, on all the new ones, they took the bands off.
3: (coughs) Yeah. It was the same cigar. No, people think. But the, the good news or bad news, whatever you want, way you want to look at it, no more packaging changes. No yeah. more packaging changes. Now, it's let dumb. me ask you, you, you were at one point, people would buy um, a box of hammer and sickle, and then you would etch on the box their name on it, as opposed to today, you are getting an ashtray, and they're Correct. etching on an ashtray. Is that because you're changing
2: the packaging if you put their name on the box? That's a great question. I didn't even think of that. Okay. (laughs) So, no. I've got no answer for that. No? No,
5: because (laughs) each one of the boxes, when you go from a Robusto to a Toro, even in the same line, you've got a different depth. And there's some calibration that has to be done to the laser. Laser. Using the quotes, those that are listening in. To be able to (laughs) line up. (laughs) It's mandatory. And the the change
4: is being made after the purchase. What does that mean?
5: That means the customer owns it. They can do whatever they they want want to their box. But I don't think he can make the change on the packaging. He's just a guy running a printer at that point. Working no, he for not. Yes, he is. This is BS. I'm so <laughs> tired BS. of this. No doubt no, about it is BS. No, I'm tired of this. You can't. You it's a rough week. He's this just week, a regular this- person who happens to have a laser, yes. and somebody <laughs> wants to put their name on a box. He is not changing
3: the packaging on his box. He's changing and adding their name to their own box. Well, he is not doing either of them. He's using an ashtray, and he's putting the name on the ashtray, which I think because... No, of, but, screw but that. that. At <laughs> the
5: end of the show, I'm buying a box, and
3: I want my name <laughs> on the GD box.
2: Nope. Not doing it for you. Can't, can't do it. <laughs> can't change the packaging. <laughs> Barry, you want a box? I'll take care of you. Thank you. Perfect. You go. Yeah, because he's a <laughs> King's Richards fairy over here.
3: <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. What does that even mean. So the trade show, uh, the IPCPR trade show just a couple of weeks ago, uh, tremendous buzz at the show about the museum series. Yep. Uh, what's the deal with that? Tell us about it. When will we see it? I saw
2: it, but it's pretty amazing. That should be out in the next month or so. Okay. Um, yeah, the packaging for that is unreal. It's a spire off of St. Basil's Cathedral, and it's about two feet tall, holds 20 cigars, and the cigars are the original release of Moscow City, so... the Main difference in that being there's no Connecticut Broadleaf in the filler. So it's going to be a little softer of a cigar. Um, one size. One size, just 6x50. Yep. Um, I don't know if you remember about four years ago we launched Moscow City, and it was in the smoked glass box. Yes. yes. It's the same size and same blend that was in that. Okay. Um, and we're bringing that one back. I still have one of those. Um, and the cigar is fantastic. The buzz behind that was amazing, just because of the, the packaging. Oh my People god! People didn't even want, care about smoking a cigar. Yeah, they just want the packaging in their store. So, is there an upcharge in the packaging? Retail is uh, going to be two hundred dollars. Okay, for twenty. For twenty, so it's only going up yeah. thirty bucks a box. Yeah, yeah. So it's a ten dollars uh, cigar. Yeah, ten dollars cigar. But you want to buy the whole box on this one because once you see the packaging, you're going to yeah. It. You're going to you need it. It's uh, limited to three hundred boxes as well. Th- that's it. Yep, that's it. Do we buy plenty? Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah, you guys are good. Don't worry. Have images
1: (laughs) been released yet of the packaging? Can our listeners go somewhere and uh, check this out for themselves? The
3: CigarAuthority.com. I love it. Yep,
1: CigarAuthority.com.
3: So when somebody goes on the CigarAuthority.com, they want to go. There's so much information there. You almost said crap. You almost said crap. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of crap crap there. there. But you go into that search bar on the right-hand side.
4: You can go on the right-hand side or just beneath the Cigar Authority title. On the right-hand side, there's a magnifying glass. If you click that, it opens up a search bar. Type whatever you want. So what would you type to find that? Uh, Hammersickle Museum. Okay. And boom, it'll take you right to that. That'll be the first result.
3: Because I used it the other day. We had to look for something back. I wanted information on some sort of cigar, and I'm like, how am I going to find this in here? And there, there it was. I clicked it, and I said me see if I can find this. And the first thing, whatever I wrote, whatever it was, I don't even remember what I was I was looking for. Boom. It took me right to it. And I'm like, oh my God. All right. It was a new thing for me. I found <laughs> this thing. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. It was a lot of stuff. Yeah. As you said. But it, it's an um, encyclopedia of information yeah. that's there. How do you find it and access it? There's a search bar in there to find it. So say the right thing and it'll pop up. It's typically a search bar on every website. Just... For
5: future reference, <laughs> yeah, for you, it, it was every good. website that has information or <clears throat> crap, as you almost said,
3: yes, you can search for it. Came in handy. Came in handy. So uh, that's the museum one. There was a, another one that you had showcased last year, and uh, it was the Callanock, which was the peat fired one. And people, uh, this was a, it was a twenty five percent,
2: twenty five percent last year.
3: Last gosh. year. And uh, they came and went. That was yep. the end of that. It was, it was a hot cigar. I, I remember people in Salem oh, uh, yeah. fighting over the last ones, and boom, boom, and it was gone. Um, so there was the talk of a 50% version and a 75% version, maybe a 100% version
2: coming out. This year you showed all of them? This year we showed the 25 again and the 50. Okay, so cool. the 25 is going to be a regular release, and the 50 is also going to be a regular release. Uh, 75 we didn't get to mess around with too much uh, with FDA coming up. We were kind of under time constraints, yeah, uh, so we wanted to make sure we at least got fifty done right okay, and so we were able to show it at the trade show, and again, the buzz behind it was ridiculous yeah
3: um, so the, 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 the scotch drinkers or something wanting to, to try yeah. this, and I had tried it last year um, and not understanding scotch very well, tried the twenty five percent and I'm like. I don't get it. I don't know whatever it is. And then you said, come to the booth tomorrow. We're yeah. going to have some scotch. Let you taste the scotch. Then taste the cigar. Whole yep. different and thing hold at that right. point. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now yeah. I understand but what the, the
5: saying. But The beautiful thing about that cigar is you can add that smoky flavor to whatever you're consuming. I've yeah, done it correct. with the vodka. Yep. You yeah. can end up with a smoky vodka. It's very, very good. It's a good pairing all around across the board. So when Absolutely. are we going <laughs> to see
2: this come out that way? That should be in the next few months that we bring it to market. All right, and how's that price-wise go? Uh, same as it was before. I think it was a twelve dollars and fifty cent retail okay. per cigar. Yeah. Um, very, very
3: unique. Uh, I didn't get to try it as that, but you tried yep. it as a fifty yourself. So, yep, I tried and, it as a fifty. As it was well. Spectacular. Yeah? Good. yeah, very good.
4: Is there a specific scotch that you prefer to pair it with?
2: Uh, Dalwhinnie is the particular. one we do. Hmm. Yeah, if it's booze, I'll drink it. Okay. So it doesn't really matter.
3: And that was part of the reason for the hire.
2: Yeah. Hammer and super- yeah,
3: I fit in with that. There we go. Yeah. Uh, they drink a lot. They drink. That's part of their thing. And are you part allowed to day. drink at work? Sometimes. Yeah. So, good. Yeah, it's it's good. part of the bonding experience. By sometimes, he means
2: every day. It's not every day.
5: Most Every other
3: day. <laughs> there we go. Hammer and vodka. Um, and there is no hammer and sickle scotch, but you go with a peaty scotch to try the Kalinock. Uh, Correct. Yeah, we,
2: we recommend the uh, Downweenie 12. Uh, it's mildly peaty, nothing crazy. Um, the 50, you can go with a LaFroig, where yeah. that's just super heavy peated. Um, LeFroig, see Or Big Pete. Mm-hmm. Big Pete's awful. Oh, it's, so much it's like drinking medicine. It's too peaty. Are we talking oh. with
4: Big Pete that works here, or are we talking about scotch? Scotch. scotch called Big Pete. Scotch. scotch. they're both tough. No, you guys. <laughs> yeah. They're both tough to handle. Yeah. Uh, You've tasted them both, have you? <laughs> no, but I, yeah, you could tell us about that. Yeah, nice comeback. Yeah. There's no need for uh, that. You guys yeah. are making it weird. Got, <laughs>
5: <laughs> you guys, I'm sure, have some experience with uh, FDA and certainly regulations
2: on the liquor side. Is that going to come in handy? on the cigar side we'll have an upper hand on uh, knowing how to go through and do everything that's for sure but to this point we still don't really know what we have to do there's really been nothing laid out how to do it what has to be done we have the dates of when it has to be done Yeah, but not necessarily what has to be done as of so,
4: August 8th
3: they said you have to start filling out forms and stuff you have between August 8th and December 31st to get all the paperwork into yep. them August 8th is come and gone today is the 13th
2: mm-hmm. there is no paperwork bingo
6: there is no paperwork.
3: <laughs> I don't
2: understand it. it. We're just sitting here waiting for the paperwork, basically. But Because I, I, oh, I, I, I think there's so
3: many holes in this whole thing. Really? Of what is supposed to happen and what is supposed to happen. Again, are, are You spo- can you put the, somebody's name on that box? Is that turning you into a manufacturer at that point? There, there's poor pipe tobacco people out there that blend to pipe tobacco... That is over with. They can't do that anymore. We're doing the contenders for the Cigar of the Year today because we had to put that together before Monday. You had to do it. And sell it so that we continue to sell it. And can we ever do this again? I don't know the answers to any of these questions. Uh, It appears no, but it's ridiculous. It's too ridiculous not to change, right?
1: Yeah, and it, it kills our criteria for selecting a Cigar of the Year. In the first place, which yeah. is a new, new cigar, cigar
3: for that year. Right. So now, is yeah. it over? You know, we, 24 years, by the way. Cigar of the Year, 24 years. I wanted to do something big on the 25th, but it's yeah. not going to happen. You know, <sighs> maybe,
1: it, maybe it's like a master, right? So then the 25-year mark where we can't select new cigars because there are none yeah. to select from. So we, we choose the best the of the best. past
3: 25
5: years? Exactly. So a but you can't put that in the packaging. You can't put that in new packaging. Why? You can't do it. Because they've, they've all existed. Because then
2: you're a manufacturer. But you can select it and show the customer where it is.
3: Yeah, but we can't use their selection, what they bought, because they may not even try this one. So everybody's everybody's guess is is wrong unless they've tried all seven of these cigars. Right? right. How can you pick the cigar of the year if there's two of them of the contenders that you never you tasted? Run, Could you run sauce a sauce special
5: sauce. and do... Yeah. We'll just pick an arbitrary number, $5 off if you happen to have in your order one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these, one of these in your order.
4: I don't know.
2: Nobody knows. It's not changing the packaging if I'm taking your cigars that you bought (laughs) and put
3: them in a bag. And nobody answers these questions, by the way. No, No, they don't. Thousands, thousands of questions have gone,
2: and they just sit back and don't answer any of the questions.
1: We're
3: getting
2: no new information.
3: Right.
1: Awful.
2: Like you said, the data has come and gone, and nobody knows any more than we did Barry's going, Three to talk. Months
3: ago. Barry's going to talk in a little while when we get into uh, what's, what's up in the cigar world of packages being seized, coming into the U.S., pe- you know, crazy stuff's going on. It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. I told you before the cigar world is going to you change did. on August 8th. It has changed dramatically. And yet what's it happened. has
5: not changed that much. Because we have no information on what to do no, or where we're, to go. But the people we're that are living running in
3: fear. We're, and, and we're running scared that I'm, I'm scared to do things, you know. Yeah. Of course we've got to have sample cigars or whatever. No, it says we can't have any sample cigars. <clears throat> Can you do this? Can you do that? No. You had a retailer call you up yep. and say, geez, I'm very interested in such and such cigar. I was at the trade show. Never made it to your booth or something, but I'm thinking of taking in, uh, send me some, c- some samples of it. You said, nope,
2: can't have any. Can't send them the samples.
5: Perhaps you haven't heard, sir, it's against the law to sample cigars. That was your
2: chance. Uh, They said, well, how do I bring it in if I can't sample it? Talk to the FDA. Take a chance. Yeah, you're going to have to take a chance at that point. Could you
1: charge him a penny? It doesn't look that way. It looks like
2: there's a, a cost associated with valuing the cigars. Uh, I, 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 would say, that I would
3: say you're asking for trouble if you do that i yeah. had a lot of people say do that yeah. now you're going to definitely be blatant sla- slap him right yeah. in the face yeah. and say charge a penny you know it's so obvious that you do that yeah. uh, why it, poke the bear Yeah. yeah. speaking of bears um, why are you
5: sponsoring Barry's wedding yes. as a company <laughs> yes. just, just yes. want to get that out there yeah. so <laughs> low hanging fruit <laughs> is there a, we is consider there,
2: Barry a friend Okay. Really? And this porn. is... How's that working out for you? <laughs> yeah. It's a one-way friendship <laughs> yes. so far. Uh, <laughs> gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give a lot of give, no take, which is <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's not really a sponsorship. It's more of our wedding present to them. Okay. Weddings get expensive. Yeah. Booze gets expensive. Yeah. Cigars get expensive. Yeah. So are you going? So I believe I was invited. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Bring a gift. Vodka. That, yep. Vodka and cigars. Okay. And we're buying the cigars and buying the vodka for them. Okay. Is so. it, this wedding
3: taking place in what state New Hampshire? Okay? It doesn't matter on the cigar end. It does on the vodka end, right?
1: It does.: yeah. Oh so. really. That's yeah,
3: why it's
2: purchased. It's a you know backyard barbecue style, right? Yes, so ah. not at a function hall. Yeah. Uh, we're able to go in the
3: liquor Private. store and purchase So So you, b- so your belief is you can buy it and then give it. Okay. Seeing I bought every single cigar that I have. Why can't I a buy any of these cigars? The
5: company, company bought them. Okay, the company and bought them. And you don't even work for the company, you work for another company. It, so it's a whole, there's yeah. like a Chinese yeah. firewall going on there. Yeah, yeah.
4: Can you yeah. just drop it behind the firewall? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's crazy. I don't know what the hell that means at all. <laughs> so so let's, wa- let's quickly talk about the elephant in the room <laughs> Googles, <laughs> Google clusters. You got a uh, note on this? Gentlemen, this
5: is from Rob. Love the show. It's always a treat, so I'm sending a little treat for you. You don't see goo-goo clusters much outside the south, but you can find them in New New England at Cabela's. They are not exactly health food, but Mr. J might stretch a point. I think you're wrong. I
3: would say you're wrong here.
5: If you like them, maybe try Moon Pies later. Cheers,
3: and down with the FDA, signed Rob Steele. It's a very natural product. I'm looking at the ingredients. The first ingredient is sugar, which is an all-natural product.
1: Yep. Yep.
3: Then you have peanuts. That's natural. right from the natural. ground, yep. all natural. Jonathan likes his nuts. You have corn, natural. Syrup, <laughs> syrup from the corn, uh, cocoa butter. Mm-hmm. And it's great for a stretch marks. There's a whole bunch of things I can't understand, but I think it's good. You'll die if you eat
2: one of these, Right.
1: Maybe not die, <laughs> but Is there flour? It'll
3: become a weird show. Are you that.
1: allergic
2: to peanuts? Uh, I'm allergic to wheat. Ah. He's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm a celiac. I yeah, getcha. there's wheat in it. You going to eat one, Mr. Jonathan? Yeah, I'll eat one. Barry,
3: are you going to
4: eat one? Ooh. Yeah, because peanuts <laughs> I'm okay with. No one's asking a question.
1: That that I it's chocolate. Try and, and stop candy. me. <laughs> so, yes, he's going to eat it.
3: <laughs> Try and stop me. David, are
1: you going to. Well, it's already gone. There we go. So I'll tell you a story of this.
3: What state is this? This is, um, is it South Carolina or is it Tennessee? It's made in Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee. So I was in Washington, D.C. fighting the FDA legislation, and I I met the senator from Tennessee. When you go into their offices in the Senate, they have all kinds of things from that area. Yeah. And here is a whole bowl full of these. Oh, cool.
2: So this isn't your first rodeo. It's not. (laughs) It looks amazing. It's pretty good. Is that marshmallow in there? It's like nougat. Oh, yeah.
3: Good, right? <laughs> this is enthralling radio listening to us, too, mm-hmm. smacking our lips and stuff. <laughs> one more bite. One more bite.
1: It tastes like, have you ever had the candy bar chunky? Yeah. Tastes like a chunky a little bit. A little bit. Without the raisins. raisins in there. Yeah, without the raisins.
2: The moon pies he talked about in his letter are amazing, too. That's mm. one of the greatest snacks ever.
5: I thought there was a pill you could take so you can eat
3: the wheat.
2: Yeah, there is a pill. It doesn't help. That's a lie, <coughs> but it was FDA approved. Bingo. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so when you started working with us, you didn't know why you were sick all the time, and then you figured it out.
2: No, I knew why. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't care. Okay. I was young and dumb and yeah. Now I'm old and dumb, but. Uh, Are you still married? Family. It. I am married. Yep. Uh, I've been married for seven years now, and have a two and a half year old daughter. Oh, awesome! So, yep. exciting stuff.
4: His wife's mm-hmm. a rocket scientist. Truly. She's an aerospace engineer.
2: Awesome. Apparently there's a difference. Yeah. I don't know what it is, though.
4: Now, hammer and sickle vodka is gluten-friendly.
2: Correct. It, friendly. It's six times filtered, six times distilled. So during the distillation process, it takes out all the gluten Gl- properties. Is that a word? Uh, mm-hmm. Distillation? Yeah, could distillation be. Distillation process. good. <laughs> if not, it is not. <laughs> go with it anyway. <laughs> go with it. This <laughs>
3: distillation process. Just roll with it. There <laughs> we go. I like it. <laughs> I like this. I like the cigar. Yeah, a It's very Is Love this it. the number one seller? Yes. Imagine yes, that. Just in two years, it's already the number one seller. I know the cigar. other ones get the big ratings. Yeah. You got... Um, um,
2: number 11 in Cigar Aficionado, which was awesome. Which um, with, with tradition. Which,
3: tradition. Yeah. This is better. That's a very good cigar. This is better and a better seller. Yep. The other one gets the ratings because they're never going to give the Connecticut Shade milder one, okay. the high rating.
2: This is a true mild cigar. Tons of flavor, U.S. Connecticut wrapper, so it's just as mild as you can get. Um, and those don't get ratings, right? They they just don't do. They well. just
3: sell like hell. Yeah, that's it. That's the idea of it. So anyway, Eric Wentworth, thanks for coming on. This is your first time, right? Thanks for having me. This have was you awesome. done
2: one of these things yet? Not for you. No, You've I've done, done other it for ones. Every... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And right. I didn't swear once. So I'm pretty happy with myself. Really? Good for you. <laughs> Good for you.
3: All right, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We're going to light up a cigar from the Cigar Authority Care Package that also happens to be a contender for the Cigar of the Year. We'll see what's up in the cigar world, take a peek in the asylum. Right now we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your hammer and sickle trademark, always remember to keep the lid end
5: out of your mouth.
1: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars. And none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast. Or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co.
7: Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of hand-crafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Saber every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at AVO.com.
0: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
1: In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Rafael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Rafael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Rafael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This The crowd is
7: standing on his feet here at Augusta
1: Is the Cigar Authority Where are your badges? The Authority
0: We ain't got no badges On everything cigar I don't have to show you any
7: stinking badges
0: With your host Ho, oh, ho,
4: slow down there, Speed Racer
0: David Garofalo Put
4: that coffee
0: down Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan You want me on that wall you need me on that wall. Barry stunned. That guy in a little code.
1: That guy in a little code. Don't.
0: <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. I went
1: to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <sighs> it's
0: time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah!
3: And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Florida Binacana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. The contenders for the Cigar of the Year have been selected and cigars number three, four, five, six, and 7 of the contenders are about to be revealed as we get debonair with gentleman Chuck Morrison. Welcome back everybody.
5: And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and yes the The world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. There
3: we go. So I uh, was thrilled with the La Galera. Um, both of them, but I thought the Habano was better, and it was the Connecticut that comes out first, but here is the Habano, uh, the Habano. My, my
4: favorite of the two. Barry, what do we have here? Well, La Galera is the heart of any cigar factory, and for La Galera maker, Hochi Blanco, it is the space where the experienced master rollers concentrate to express their art in creating exquisite and refined cigars. Using premium tobaccos from the best tobacco fields in the Sabao Valley, Dominican Republic to make this cigar, the La Galera Habano features an Ecuador Habano wrapper over Dominican Corojo binder, and the filo contains Piloto Cubano Criollo '98 and the ultra rare Pelo de Oro. Okay, has a retail of six thirty-nine to eight thirty-nine depending on the size. The yeah. outside wrapper smells a
5: little bit like pickles.
4: Pickles. pickles. I don't. Know. I'm getting a, a yeah, nod from getting the. Getting a
5: uh,
3: nod. I don't get it. Getting a nod from the audience here. Yeah, a little vinegary. What are you, where are you where do you go with There's that? Pickling like spice,
5: the pickling spice. The dill, a little dill. I'm getting thumbs up everywhere. All right, really? So we'll pickles. pickles.
3: You got you got a cold. I. I Maybe don't know what to make, tell you. It's, pickles. It's mixing with your medicine, I'd say. But your medicine back medicine. there. I go in the back room. There's a bottle of spring water. There's a bunch of lemons. There's tissues and some um, cream. Some. Body cream or something. That body cream was not mine. I
1: have no idea where that came from. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And what a combination. What are you doing?
5: Yeah. Ne- lemon is a
3: natural decongestant. So
5: to keep everything flowing while we're on the show and try to make it so I'm not sneezing my brains out, I was just cutting the lemons up and adding them to my water.
3: All right. it smells very lemony back It then. does.
5: The side effect, obviously, is I got to pee a lot.
3: Really? It's Okay. okay. Alright, right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I'm gonna use my Lotus cutter from your cutter. Lotus Duke. Yeah, because it has the built-in guillotine cutter. I like a guillotine cutter. People always ask, bullet cutter straight cutter, V-cutter, which is the way to go. And I say guillotine is the way to go all the time, a straight cut, because you want to open that cigar up as much as possible to be able to taste these ridiculous flavors that we claim that they're there. Now, this is interesting because this is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, the cigar we're smoking. So there's 500 people actually smoking the cigar. They're smelling the cigar right now, seeing if there's any dill, Pickles. It, it's pickles. Dill pickles.
4: It definitely reminded me of pickle juice. I to Really?
3: Now the the when you first open up the jar,
5: that whiff. That's this, yeah. what it smelled like. The cold draw on this is stone ground
4: wheat crackers with stone ground mustard on it. Definitely some wheat. I wonder if it would trigger Eric's celiacs by smoking a cigar. I don't think by smelling. No, wheat it doesn't work that, he that goes way. Goes off into okay. There's no
3: wheat in it though. There's no you know yeah i think he'd be okay
5: so we're going to light our cigar today with the lotus duke it's 69.99 it features inline triple jets single action flip top easy starting before we look,
3: the, before we light this up i have a different taste of course you do Right in the middle of the commercial. Well, but go ahead. Because, it, because if everybody
6: else. Because it, it
3: possibly wait. No, because it's exact. You ever eat glue when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> like you even have to ask me that. <laughs> of course you
6: did,
5: right?
3: I still eat glue. Paste. You know, when you're a kid and you mix the paste or whatever and put some pepper in and mix in with the paste and eat that glue. And there it is. The white paste, right? Paste, yeah. The white paste, yeah. And when you're in kindergarten, you make the paste. I'm with you there. All right. That's all. Go ahead. There's flour in that, right? In pasty, yeah. I yeah, yeah. there is. Yep. It's pasty with pepper. That's and all. I just wanted to go there. I never ate glue. this. Is all the sniff glue. glue. The what? I've sniffed glue. Yeah, but I never That's ate. That's a
5: different glue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Lotus Duke. It's sixty nine ninety
3: nine, and it'll do a great job lighting your cigar because it's a cutter and lighter both. So you got about thirty five dollars into each of them. Thirty five dollar yep. lighter, thirty five dollar cutter, sixty five Duke. The Duke of the Cigar World.
4: I like the way the, the flames come
3: to a pinpoint. It makes it easy to touch the foot. Three flames lined up together as one.
5: It's not quite as good as their flat flame, but it is good. Is
1: that your favorite, the flat flame?
3: That's the... clay. You know you want to get some attention around a bunch of cigar people? Yeah. Use the flat flame. Everybody says, what's that? Yeah, painting the... Uh, can kind of paint it on this, too. It's good. Joe, so, boom... Initial hit of the pepper.
4: That stayed with it. There's a sweetness, almost caramel and chocolate with a little bit of peanut. Wait, a, that was the candy bar. You just had. L- little
3: thing stuck behind <laughs> the tooth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a Google cluster in the background. I can taste it. Wait a minute. Okay, I got it. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's reveal it. The number three cigar for the contenders for the 2016 Cigar of the Year.
4: It is the Cigar in Hand, La Galera Habano. Which
3: is pretty cool that it's part of the care package, so everybody's smoking this. This is one of the contenders. So you're smoking it, you're saying, this is great, this should be the Cigar of the Year. I know that's what you're thinking, but you've got to smoke the other ones in order to make that decision. That's right. It is a great cigar. I think this one is better than the Connecticut one. And I'm a Connecticut guy, but Jonathan will say, no, the, no, Connecticut, the Connecticut wins. Is what you think. Absolutely. So we're going to track it. We're going to track sales. We're and the Asylum Connecticut's very good? Yep. It's better than this? Better than this. Better than this? Not that there's anything wrong with this.
5: This is no. pretty very good.
1: very good. This is very good.
3: I smoked this first in January. I went to the Dominican Republic. Hochi gave me the natural and the Maduro. I mean the natural and the Havano, And said, do not smoke them today. We're going to smoke some other cigars tomorrow on a clean palate. I want you to actually smoke both of these cigars. I did. I love them. We've been all over them. I actually smoked the Maduro version already. I don't know if you if, if you no, saw have that. No, I not. Yeah. The Maduro one, very good. And then there's a 50th
4: anniversary. What is it? 80th. 80th anniversary sensational had one after you put up the review Ed gave me co-worker yeah. gave me his
3: see I didn't know there was a second one that's I mean, the only reason why I jumped in and did a review yeah. I smoked a cigar I said this was unbelievable and nobody's going to do a review because there are no more samples right. but there was a second one
1: wow was and that the good. review was outstanding Dave I know you're not a writer typically yeah. I know Barry does a lot of the web work but yeah. that was your review I, I
3: wanted to do it because I thought nobody was gonna yeah. and I said this deserves yeah. to have he a review you told us of, the history yeah. and
1: it was very well done thank you you're welcome not
3: my thing and, and feeling funny about even giving it a, a number rating oh, or whatever. I numbered it, huh? I numbered it. I did it all. I tried to be a Barry there and do the whole thing the way I did it. But
1: Physically, this is a beautiful-looking cigar. It's a nice kind of uh, it's medium It's got a little brown. sheen to it. Yep. The label yeah. is just gorgeous. I really like the band, rather. Uh, Think they of- make
5: those in Holland?
4: When these cigars first came out you know, and yeah. we were selling them, they were being sold through the, the website, a lot of people were tweeting us that this, both of them, the Connecticut and the Habano, have to be contenders for cigars. There they are. So, our customers called it. So this is a Ecuador Habano.
3: That is correct. This wrapper is sensational. Mm. This is a hot wrapper, man. This is really good. This has a lot of taste to it. For sure. Oh my God, you got me thinking about the
5: paste. <laughs> you know how the paste has a little cinnamony kind of quality to it. It's no. like a minty. No. no. I'm bringing you some paste. You got to taste it. Okay. I haven't had it in about
4: fifty years. <laughs> Well, next week's cigar. We, we, we're going to pair our cigars with paste next week.
3: There's I, a very subtle wintergreen. Mrs. Forrest, can I get some more paste? There's a where is all your paste gone? And I'd have it all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it all. <laughs> I used, like used to like to chew on crayons. Yeah. Every once answers long. a few questions. Yeah. That, that's an answer for a few questions.
5: <laughs> but there's a little wintergreen kind of thing
4: going on.
3: You're getting wintergreen, green.
4: I can get that, like the white saver, the white candy. The, yeah, the, like a the, the lifesaver. Yeah. This is a aromatic
3: blend. I'm getting it in the nose. I'm getting a lot of spice in the nose. You're not because you're not. all clogged up. But there's a lot happening yeah. aromatically to the cigar. I believe it's the wrapper. Very, very good. Again, I gotta ask you. I, w- I was barely paying attention because we weren't talking about me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, the blend inside? It is a uh, Dominican Corojo binder with filler containing Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and the ultra-rare Pelo Diora, which you love. Which is one of my favorite yeah. tobaccos. This is an
1: awesome cigar, It man. really is. What's the price point, there?
4: 639 to 839 depending on the size.
1: Value.
4: This, this is it so far, man.
3: You know, we're coming off a couple of mild cigars. Not that this is very, very full body, but it's got so much going on. Here in I taste. would
5: put in a solid medium. I mean, you could
3: smoke this on yeah. an empty stomach and you'd be okay. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. So uh, let's move on. Let's get to uh, un- un- unveiling uh, cigar number four.
4: Number four. Cigar number four has a very famous name attached to it. The Garofalo Sun Grown, handmade in Esteli Nicaragua, uses a proprietary blend of Nicaraguan fillers from the Jalapa Valley for its natural sweetness and from Esteli for its strength and character. Later aged for four years, the finished cigar has been sitting in aging rooms for at least six months to allow the blend to marry and reach its optimum flavor. Fixed. Cigar number four. I know
3: were Fixed. Going to say that. Garofalo Sun Grown. Fixed. All right. So let me tell you about this. I had nothing to do with it. Lies. I had nothing to do <laughs> with Lies. The, I had nothing to do with the cigar itself. So we're, we're FDA thing. I've gone through many samples of these cigars as time went on. And nope, 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 nope. nope. And we got to the end here. FDA is going to happen. And Nick sends them. Doesn't ask anything. Doesn't do anything. He sends a natural uh, Sun grown and He sends a Maduro of Garofalo. Suck it up. This is it. You're gonna like it. And the Maduro is actually too full bodied for me. The way sun, too strong for me. Yeah. The, uh, and I, I don't like it. It's too strong. The sun grown yeah. though. Sun, sun grown is fantastic. A home run. And then it was these guys over here said, "Come on." And I said, "Yeah." You put it in. It looks like exactly what you Next. It looks like it is. Please God, don't win. Please God, don't win. <clears throat> but. Um, it's great. It's, the, a, it's a it's a it's Perdomo. It's it has my name on it, but it's a it's a Perdomo. It's a great cigar. It is. You, you it killed it, Nick. You did a, It great. is
5: on par with his I, I, craft series I, yeah. Amber. Mm. As far as it's not the same cigar, mm-hmm. but it has that uh, that consistency, that quality, the burn, obviously the draw. I say to Nick every time I see him, you put a Perdomo cigar in someone's hands. You don't have to worry about construction issues. Right. It's perfect. It's
3: only a matter of does this match up to their palate. They draw, test every cigar. Every single one. Yeah. Including Garofalo's. They test every single one. Make sure they're perfect so we don't have to worry about anything. Here you go. Somebody says, I got a tight draw. No, you don't. You cut it wrong. You did something. Let's see what happens. But
5: Stop using a bullet punch on a 60 ring gauge. You won't have draw problems. There we go.
3: All right. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World. It's time for
5: What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every Every time. time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar
4: today. All right, so new arrivals to arrive on the shelves of retailers. Cattle Baron has reached the shelves. The cigar comes to us from one of the biggest cattlemen in the country, and the cigar is made with the assistance of Phil Zengi. Hang on. Unbelievable steaks, by the way. Yeah,
3: he sent Un- steaks, which helped, too. Steaks. Yeah. They, these are real cowboys with a real uh, the, cattle ranch. and We they, opened up the package, and a moo came out. They had somehow not fro- managed not frozen, fresh to get a moo inside awesome.
5: the box. Awesome. It was that fresh. You
3: killed a cow, cut the steaks by hand. heart end. was still beating. It was very yeah. delicious. It was good. You missed it. <laughs> Yes. You're not into it because you missed it, but it was great.
4: Uh, the cigar retails from 849 to $999. And uh, despite the new FDA regulations, Fuente has registered a new trademark, and they have registered Don Carlos Coco Cuba.
6: Hmm. Mm.
7: Sounds delicious. It does. <laughs> <laughs> In
4: industry news, this week word came down that shipments were being held at customs due to new FDA regulations. The issue at hand turned out to be that some manufacturers were unaware that a new form needed to be filed. Unaware. That's because they didn't tell anyone.
3: Of course. FDA, That's why they were
4: unaware. The FDA has done an awesome job keeping us informed. Yes. Uh, but according to our sources in Miami, once the paperwork was filed, the FDA has been quick to release the shipments quicker than they expected. You don't want them sitting in the containers out beating in, in, in the
3: Florida sunshine. And get them out the of the moisture them. content. Yeah. yeah, that's too much. All kinds of
4: things are happening. JC Newman Cigar Company has officially announced it has launched JC Newman Fourth Generation Cigar Company. And the cigars which were mentioned on last week's podcast won't be rolled in the Dominican Republic or Nicaragua. Instead, they will be rolled in Ybor City at the JC Newman facility.
2: Oh, awesome.
4: We got them all. Awesome. Which, by the way, we have them all. <clears throat> Come on. What do we do with
3: them? We have them all. A box of every single thing. Wow. Dang. Eric
5: Newman. <laughs> Eric Newman carried that show last week. I'm just going to tell you guys. Of course. He did not need a question. He just started at the beginning and went through.
1: He's the and man. And I've heard the story
5: a million times, and I still was entertained. Who did
1: you have? Uh, remember the tours? We had a debate on who gives a better tour, him, him well, or Bobby. Well,
5: here's the thing. And who
1: did you vote for? Eric gives
5: the most accurate tour. Yes. But Bobby is the funner of the two brothers. I agree with that. So when it's time to goof off, and when it's time to climb behind something and see how something works, and he's tinkering with things he's yeah. not supposed to be touching. Let's go all the way up to the top. Yeah. yeah. That's Bobby. Yeah. And Eric gives you a very accurate tour, which he, he He nailed it last week.
4: And lastly, in a story that appeared on the Cigar Authority earlier this morning, it appears that some cigars are being destroyed by customs in the Port of Miami. According to our sources, it is believed the cigars are being destroyed in a search for contraband that is tied into rumors of a drug seizure in the Dominican Republic. So we get in cases of cigars like we do all the time.
3: We open the first box up, and maybe Well, it's got
5: green tape going across yeah. it.
3: So maybe there's 50 bundles and some wheels of cigars in this case. Every single cigar is sawed in half. Right in half. Boom. Every single one. So now there's 30 cases of cigars. Oh, no. Open the next one. Only a couple of single cigars are cut. But they must have a, a saw. I mean, they went, went through wheels of 50. Zzz, zoom right through.
5: Looks to me like the work of a ninja.
4: It happened what? from two different two different cigar company shipments. Yeah, so one, one of them were broken in half, and these were cut in half by
5: something intentionally cut in half, not yeah.
1: by the manufacturer. No,
5: and could they, this and be they someone sending on. you
3: a message? Shut your mouth. I don't care. I'm never going to shut up. But but here they are cut in half. So what the hell? Are they looking for the file inside or what's going in? So you did some investigation. I did
4: some investigation. I reached out to a custom uh, broker friend of mine in Miami. How much cocaine could you possibly fit inside that? And uh, he said it was due to a seizure in the Dominican Republic, and it took them back to the 70s when there was a lot of cocaine coming into Miami. They used to drill holes in a lot of the shipments to check for cocaine.
5: Well, I just sniffed it. There's no cocaine in there. So, so,
1: wait a minute. You're damaging product. Who's yeah? That's Yeah that?
5: That's property that we paid for. Yes. That so, they damaged.
3: N- one shipment comes in from Dominguez, who does some of the Dos Ombre stuff yeah. and some of the wheel deals and things like that. Some lower price cigars, saw it in half. Boom.
1: It's destroyed. You can't
3: sell that. The other container of stuff comes in from Davidoff, very expensive product, and they handpicked some stuff as opposed to saw right through boxes and things like that. Uh, but open them up, and then you'd see saw, saw it in half, some singles and stuff.
1: I'd and, be BS. Oh, wh-
3: what are you doing? Now, if
5: are you are looking th- for drugs, I think uh, they've got these dogs that can sniff <laughs> out drugs. <laughs>
1: Without and then the there's need- no need
5: to cut anything uh, in half. You just their day off. <laughs> have the dog sniff this. Oh, no reaction. There's no drugs in there.
3: Did they find somebody that did this?
4: In the Dominican Republic, allegedly there were drugs being shipped with tobacco. And it was caught on the Dominican side. This was the rumors that were heard by the broker friend of ours. Really?
1: Well, they're long filled. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no
5: pieces. It's it's the real deal. But
1: they're gonna they're gonna reimburse you. I hope, right? I, I don't know what the story
3: is. I'm gonna I'll, I'll take it to the uh, yes. the highest court in the land or whatever I gotta do to to fight them or what they did. Um, and just... then then they're gonna pick the value or what? I don't know how it ends up working. Yeah. But, what, mean, if, they, what, what if I needed this specific product for somebody or whatever it is? Exactly. It, it's I don't know. It, to me,
5: it feels like a violation on a personal level.
1: It's an attack. That's I'm your guilty, cigar right I'm there. I'm guilty
3: until proven innocent. I mean, you, you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There was no questioning. There was yeah. no nothing. I did nothing ever before that you end up doing something like this. You can, it's, it's my property. You, How can you do this? Right. How can you do this? And then I, I saw, I, I put a post on. They probably charged you
1: for it, too. Probably i the are still going to pay the bill.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about the import tax? Yep, exactly. How do I get the import tax back on the S-chip? Everything that ends up on these things. Probably had
5: to pay double the S-chip, too, because they made two, two supplies. Right? Yeah. The double the
1: inventory. Yeah. You, can't, you can't sell that.
3: Well, I think we're going to do something this week. So you, you got actually two halves here. Please, God, no. So, what are we going to do with these things? I think. Oh, my God. 99 cents? I mean, this is like a nub type of cigar. It's yeah. going to burn. It's going to smoke. True. And can we sell this? You,
5: you have an argument, possibly, that you are holding a piece of cigar history. When some. I think we sell these, and I think they're smokable.
1: Even the uh, well, top half. the
5: top part? half is smokable, but I don't know. The bottom half's going to come unraveled. There's no Why? cap.
3: It's yeah. already coming unraveled. It is coming unraveled.
1: Yeah. Because,
3: bottom, uh, the bottom: wood. If you cut your cigar too far, it just unravels. That's how uh, cigars work. Nice. Anyway, <sighs> this is what we're up against. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning, folks. I'm 33. Right 31 years. Never mm-hmm. seen that. We've taken an awful lot of cigars and saw them out You seem half. too calm oh, about I, this. I already went through it this morning. And a bit later on, Barry says, what's the matter with you in them? <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little high-strung. today. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> anyway, I came
4: in nice and early. That's what's up in the cigar world
3: what's up in the cigar world was
5: brought to you by recluse cigars the recluse amadeus habano reserva uses grade a ecuadorian habano wrapper a san andreas binder a dominican Lajero, seco and pennsylvanian broadleaf filler tobaccos which create a blend
3: we call the cigar of the year Recluse Cigars is...
6: What's
0: up?
3: Recluse Cigars, the Cigar of the Year 2015, but we're looking ahead in 2016, and we have revealed so far four of the seven. Barry, we have number
4: five. Cigar number five is a throwback. Before Boutique Blends created Aging Room Cigars, there was Oliveros. Cigar number five is Oliveros Gran Retorno. There we go. The Nicaraguan tobacco that's in the binder and filler is accentuated with a gorgeous reddish-brown Habano wrapper grown in Ecuador. So, so far, we have a couple of cigars with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and a couple of cigars with an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper and the sun-grown Garofalo. To recap, there we go. So, uh, the Oliveros, by the way,
3: um, is not, Oliveros is not made by Hochi Blanco. That's made at the Oliveros factory, which is their factory, somewhere else. It's still Dominican though, right? Is it Dominican? Yes. Yeah. So you got two from Hochi, one from Oliveros, you got a Perdomo product in there, and uh Asylum. Asylum is Honduran tobacco grown I'm um, rolled in Nicaragua. It might have been moved to
4: Nicaragua, correct. Yeah, so we got uh we got a good mixture there. And uh, the retail on the Oliveros is seven nineteen to seven ninety nine. And backtracking to retail on Garofalo is six ninety nine to seven and change. All right. So uh, we'll tell you how you can get
3: a hold of all these um, when we get down to number seven and, and start the, the sales of the contenders pack and start getting uh, your input on it after you have smoked them all. Um, right now, uh, Chuck, you ready? Let's do it, baby. Okay. While well, you're enjoying life till it's full, so it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman.
7: I'm a Gentleman need a gentleman? <laughs> you
6: wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the
1: volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with...
5: Wait for it.
1: ...suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life today gentlemen do something nice and try not to get caught for integrity is doing the right thing while nobody is looking so what can we as debonair gentlemen do for others that is unexpected impactful and unnecessary here are some debonair suggestions to be more debonair again doing something nice and not getting caught Picking up someone else's bill or tab. The late Wayne Dyer was known for paying for other people's dinner while out eating at different restaurants. If money is limited and tight, consider picking up the person in the drive-thru line behind you's coffee or their bill. An unexpected and anonymous donation to charity is another suggestion. But guys, the key here is to do something nice for others and not let anyone know. Not get caught. For that is being truly debonair. It's when you showcase yourself and make it about you and not the intention itself or you get yourself in trouble. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, fellas, are you Debonair? Enough?
5: Apparently, I can't tell you if I am or not. That's so. it. That's the right so answer. Hit the bell. That's
1: exactly the right answer. That's
3: it. Can't tell you. So early thoughts on the La Galera Habano.
5: Awesome. Well, I think that this could be the cure for the common cold. Because it's breaking through. <laughs> I haven't had to blow my nose since we started smoking it. It's very I'm aromatic. not coughing, I'm not smoke.
3: I'm not uh, when we sneezing. talk about an aromatic cigar, and I know you're all smoking this that are listening with the care package, this is truly aromatic. Yes. You know, a lot of flavor and you're getting a lot of it through the nose of, of the flavor you're picking up. A lot of spice. I, I you know, you said medium bodied. I'm gonna say it started medium bodied, built up to medium plus is where I'm right now. Now are you
5: talking about the strength portion of it like
3: the nicotine part or no,
5: the flavor, the flavor. Part. so f- full f- of flavor full of flavored i, I would agree with full that. of
3: flavor than body yeah yeah so it's picking up uh it's a nice ride this is a good ride getting a
4: little bit of brown sugar in the background on the finish that could still be that candy you had it's could it just it couldn't it's
1: yeah. tommy Grella would say it's a flavor bomb
4: it is
3: a lot of flavor here yeah this is good. This is a guy that likes full body cigars is going to like it. It's going to be yeah. calmer than what they used to, but a lot, a lot of flavor to it. I like it. Just smoke, too. There you go. There we go. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the rest of the lineup for the contenders and a peek into the asylum, a classic three-way, and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
4: To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit drewdiplomat.com.
1: That's drewdiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including DC, To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
0: When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest
4: tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time.
6: The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age
4: and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
6: Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then and only then, into ultra luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron.
3: It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented, five-year-aged Connecticut Shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo cigars, an honor. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live in the La Dominicano Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're going to dig into the mailbag. We have three remaining contenders. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And we have some breaking news, Barry. Breaking news Breaking from news Barry about breaking cigars. So
4: following up on that story, Dominican anti-drug authorities announced that they had broken up a network that sold counterfeit cigars labeled with well-known brand names but stuffed with marijuana, cocaine, and other controlled substances in the northern city of Santiago. The spokesperson for the National Drug Control Dictorate, DNCD, in the northern part of the country, said the band was headed by Gabriel Antonio Nunez, a known drug trafficker who was arrested with six other people. Really? Wow. Gabriel <clears throat>
3: Nunez? He's the culprit. Does it say what does what the factory? The name of the n- factory? N- no, they
4: were just bootlegs with well known brand names, but instead of tobacco, they were stuffed with drugs.
5: Really? Well, I assure you that uh, Dos Ombres never been used to smuggle drugs.
3: Yeah, but maybe the Davidoff. Uh, it could be. But they only broke, like, one of the Davidoffs in each box. But with, with the Dos Ombre, sawed right through, and the bundles and the wheels right through every single one of them. Completely junk at that point. But it must have been... Why uh, even
1: send them forward at that point? You just destroyed everything that I had.
3: Yeah. Big money, man. That's, Absolutely big money. Yeah. And, and and put them through so that the government paid the tax after that point. <laughs> and be interesting if they charge me $2 for each cigar. Well, i sure they, they will. You know, for two cigars as they cut them in half. Now there's twice as many <laughs> yep. in there. So I took one of them apart just to show... Um, what's inside. This is a long-filled cigar. It's sombre an inexpensive cigar, but the wrapper, binder, and then you see all the different types of tobaccos making up the filler blend. This happens to be the um, Dominican Maduro version of what it is, but if I took each one apart, you see different tobaccos in each one. So uh, that's what cigars are all about. But right now it is time to reveal the number six contender for the Cigar of the Year.
4: Cigar number six translates... To the wise man, cigar number six is El Wednesday, which features tobacco made with a blend of Cuban Cuban Criollo '98 and Corojo '99 that are harvested in Jalapa and Esteli. It comes to us from our friend Nick Malillo, and it retails for $9.99 to $12.19. There we go. So this cigar came out at the tail end after um,
3: we re- after we shut off the the date which might have been uh, the end of September or something last year. Mm-hmm. And then El Oguense comes out, great cigar, and here it is. We've had a lot of play with it over uh, the, this past year, what has happened so far this year. Uh, it still stands out. It still sells. Yeah. So uh, here it is, a contender. Um, it is a Nicaraguan cigar, and um, it is the first Nicaraguan cigar in our group so far. So we have Honduran, Nicaraguan. Um, we we so do the have the first Nicaraguan. you got Garofalo Sun Oh, yeah. That's He's... right. Okay. So we got a couple of Dominicans, a couple of Nicaraguans, and a Honduran. So that is number six. Right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum to take Cigars. Take me
1: away. ha They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away.
5: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. You guys have heard of shotgun weddings before?
1: Yes. Yeah.
5: He's not paying attention to what he's writing. Uh, Local farmer Cliff Contro is calling the problem damn near out of control. And he confirmed that the 125-person wedding reception that he chased out of his barn Saturday evening was the fifth wedding party he's had to scare off his property this month. Different kind of shotgun wedding. Really? It's a new craze sweeping the wedding industry in the South. And they're called Real Shotgun Weddings. The whole wedding shows up at once. They storm either private or public property. Everyone carries something integral to the wedding or the reception. Everything from chairs to meals is carried in by hand and set up in 15 minutes and the wedding commences. Some property owners get annoyed but let you stay and some chase you off with real shotguns. Nice. (laughs) They come in here almost every weekend stringing up incandescent light bulbs and taking photos next to my hay bales. This pri- is private property for Pete's sake, said Contro, who added that he now instinctively reaches for his rifle anytime he hears a string quartet launch into the opening <laughs> notes of Pachelbel's cannon in D. That's insane. That's a oh, sign. Not, not
3: too late, Barry. Not right? too late.
4: Everything's paid for already. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shotgun really?
5: That's what I'd want to DJ right there.
3: Where'd you get married? Uh,
5: I got married in York, Maine. Yeah. At the Stage Neck Inn. It was thirty grand to have the wedding there and set up on the point and all that <coughs> stuff. So I hung up and I called back and said, I just want to book a couple of rooms. And we walked out and did our thing out on the point. So you did the same thing? Pretty much. Did you have people there, too? Oh, yeah. Really? Had, How many people? I didn't have 125 people. I maybe had eight people total. A okay. couple of best men. My wife had a maid of honor. Cool. Who doubled as the officiant. And then uh, we went down on the point and did our thing. You I paid for everybody's lunch and everyone saved, was th- up.
3: saved thirty thousand.
5: Well I spent a little bit we did a preception, so two weeks before the actual wedding, I had the big twelve hour party in the backyard that everybody was invited to and then really nobody was invited to the
3: other thing. Okay. Before pre. Pre really? preception. Well, what if something went terribly wrong before then people gave you gifts uh, and everybody stuff? gets a refund.
1: Yeah. I'm Were any of sure. the checks
4: postdated? No. <laughs> How
1: about you, Chuck? Uh, I got we- uh, married in Westfield, Massachusetts, the Westfield Regency. Exactly opposite of what you guys did. What I should have done. Hindsight twenty twenty dropped about twenty five k. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it was for the wife though. If it was my way, we would have just eloped Mexico, Dominican. That was me and my wife. Boston.
3: <laughs> just Jamaica. Yeah. And uh, nobody knew. Yeah. We just did it, and that was it. We hired a best man. You, know, you hired a best man. hired one.
1: Hey you over there. Come here. What make, twenty five bucks? That's it. <laughs> and,
3: and and a maid of honor and and the priest was for hire. And before we did it, they said, uh, we're just getting ready to do it and they said, You want a photographer? And I said, How much? And they said, fifteen dollars. I said, Sure. Yeah. How about a video guy? And I said, How much for that? Twenty five. I said, I'll take it. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, We have a cake. And I said, all right, how much? It was 20 bucks or whatever. I said, I'll take the cake too. Awesome. So we went for 100 bucks before last minute. Yeah. And I said, All right, give me it all. I love so that. One day I'll show you the video of it. And oh, it's we got to see that.
1: That's it. So you banged out the wedding? Got all the. Everything. Uh, I'm, I'm and then you're on your honeymoon. You're right there for your honeymoon. 100
5: bucks was over. I am dead set against, just for the record, watching people's wedding You'll want no, video? Oh, man,
1: it's the best.
5: Especially if I wasn't invited to the wedding. Nobody yeah. wants
3: Dead set against it. And then we went downstairs into the thing, bought a bunch of postcards, yeah. and filled it all out and signed it. Mr. It's a kisses, and, kin- Mrs. and uh, then our phone line got blown up uh, you know
5: what? at home.
3: There's yeah. no cell phones then, but So you know, no parents.: It's
1: nothing, like people that nothing.
5: show you pictures of their cats. Nobody wants yeah. to watch that It's only
1: good at this like embarrassing moments. like at my wedding, the best man just. Sucked. His speech was awful, I should say. Like, it offended every single person in yeah. the room the wife. Like a roast. Oh, like a roast. Yeah. It did not. It was not well received. Like That just, I would watch. Yeah, Put bad.
3: that on YouTube.
1: Yeah. That I would watch.
3: So I have it on VH tape. I have to actually yeah. transfer it Yeah, you have
1: to that, get yeah. that
5: transferred because there's no such thing as VHS players anymore. You Nobody's go to, in that
3: business to, you know. Science. Somebody
5: can do it. But, yeah, you better do it quick because you're looking at another five years in that that guy's VHS player is going to break, and there's no one to fix it. There's no spare parts.
3: That's it. And I remember Game when over. VHS came out, it was going to be forever, and these things go away. And it lasted
6: a long time.
3: It did. Yeah. 30, 40 years. Wow. But There's still television, but there's no VHS tape. You can't.
6: What's funny about televisions.
1: They, you can't even use a TV from like.
5: What's funny about televisions is this is either your television yeah. or it's 70 inches, and there's very few in mm. between. That's what
3: happened to television. That's what happened. That's it. So, um, all right. We're going to reveal the number seven contender. This is it. There's only seven.
4: Number seven cigar is a Spanish word that's slang for somebody who is light-skinned. Cigar number seven, CLE Shell. C-L-E Shell? The cigar is a departure for Christian Arroyo, who normally makes his cigars in Honduras. But for this cigar, he turned to Nicaragua. Featuring a flawless Ecuador-grown Connecticut seed shade wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers, the cigar retails for seven nineteen to nine nineteen, and is box pressed.
1: And shell being spelt uh, C H E L E, correct? Shell.
3: Okay, so there there we have it, La Galera Connecticut, along with the La Galera Habano, the Asylum Connecticut, the C L E Shell, the Garofalo Sungrown El Juancay and Olivero's Gran Retorno Habano. So there is the 7 of them.
1: So the 10 million dollar question, Dave, where can they get them? Where can they get them? Uh, they can go on to the
3: cigarauthority.com after the show and there'll be a little link there that'll take you to our friends at Two Guys These ladies were
5: obviously only here to find out what the contenders were. Obviously. <laughs> as soon as you said it, then they're like, "All right, we're out." They got up. They don't we're even
3: it. They don't even hear you saying it. So it's not even <laughs> No, good. but he did and he'll tell them later. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. He wanted to hear the last one. It's pretty funny. Timing We have no idea what's going on here, but anyway, um, that's it. Seven of them. Uh, Forty nine ninety nine is going to give you all seven of them. It's going to give you a web, uh, a email address where you, Can you place vote? your vote. And your vote will count. It's not uh, 100% of it. Again, we're going to use sales that happen and um, input from the employees and things like that. But uh, it all counts. It all gets put together a certain way. And um, we are going to do it early in January, right? The contenders for the Cigar of the Year, I believe, is this year moving up to January 7th.
1: Why that? Now, yeah, because normally you have it on the day, is it before or after the Super Bowl? Day 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 before. So why are you changing that?
3: But well, the Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. You're not, you not going to be here <laughs> right, right. to begin with. Um, no, because we moved this up so yeah. much. So we're going to have all the information we need way early. If we didn't do it until then, we want to gather – you know, at least a month, two months' worth of information. So we're still going to be able to gather uh, more than two months' worth of information now at this point. Easily. So uh, it'll be more than enough uh, so we don't have to wait much more. January 7th will be the Cigar of the Year winner. Um, Interesting here, we have Christian Aroa, who is CLE and Asylum. So there's one company with that. La Galera with two of them. Uh, You got Nick Perdomo with the Garofalo. You got El Owense with one, and Oliveros with one. So
5: Garofalo ends up winning, hypothetically, because you fixed it. Yeah. Ends
3: up winning. Who accepts the award, Nick Perdomo or you? I would have to make Nick Perdomo accept it because it would seem less rigged, I guess. Wouldn't it be less rigged? It would seem
5: more rigged to me. Yeah? Like you're really trying not, not to make there. it look like you did it. All right, so I'm I, watching you. So
3: I should accept that it. Snuck like... in. That snuck was,
5: in. That was not originally on the list that we talked about. You took advantage of the fact that I wasn't around for a couple of weeks, and you snuck that one in. I never would have allowed that.
3: I don't know who it was. Somebody pushed it really hard, and this is the one. But at the
1: end of the day, it's the data that drives the contenders. Yeah. I blame Ed. <laughs> And listen, I
3: I certainly would want more time because there are new cigars coming in. Um, The the stuff just showed up. Like literally? Yeah. Yeah. Friday, Thursday, Friday. Everybody waited till this. When you talk about the last second, I mean. I don't think it's so much that they waited for the
5: last second. It's more that the number of things that they wanted to come out with far exceeded their ability to come out with it. And so things were still happening. At the last second.
3: This this is one that has an asterisk because there's more that are coming out, but we're going to have to take those more that are coming out. And if we're able to do it next year, the line is in the sand actually now. Yeah. So anything that we, you know, received last week, ends up being for next year. Can we take some of the ones that were cut in half? Maybe try to glue them together.
5: We, can't, we can we put a pack
3: together of those. We're going to come up with something this week on these halves. I can't I wait. I urge you not to do that. <laughs> yeah which is all the more, we're definitely definitely doing it. So uh, that's it. I I, I like uh, all the cigars
1: that are there. Um, Can you say your favorite or would you rather not? It's got to be Garofle. You're going to say Garofle. You better say Garofle. No. No?
3: I would. They're all good. The the CLE is a very interesting. It's box press shade cigar, little cigar. It's very, very good. Do we get to talk about what we know about that cigar, or are we going to wait on that? we know about it? We have some advance notice about it. Ooh, scoop. Oh, scoop. A ra- we, we know it's going to get it. it. It should be getting a big rating in uh, Cigar Journal coming up in the next issue, I would think. My
5: jaw dropped because we send in the stuff. <coughs> That's right. And I gave it a very high number, and David gave it a high number. Knowing what it was? No. Ah. No idea because I tried not to go around and cheat or anything. I just, yeah. I just smoked the cigar and evaluated on what it was. They snuck a couple of sweet tip cigars in there, and it was like – Trying to evaluate the cigar, but you can't taste half of it because you get the saccharin in your mouth. Yeah. So I did the best I could with what I had, but that one got a big rating. Yeah, and we got four people on the panel so.
4: across the board. I think we all gave yes. it a high rating. I don't know. I
3: don't know what you or Derek did. Yeah, I do. It was it was big. So I would wow. say I don't know how many people are, are smoking each cigar that's on there. We got maybe twenty, twenty, twenty-five cigars each, uh,
4: right? Yeah, it was like twenty. Yeah.
3: <laughs> So uh, they were all the same uh, ones we got. If we end up getting the same ones next round that comes out, I would like to bring Derek in and do a show, and we all smoke one of the same cigars, not knowing what it is, and we all smoke and talk talk away through. And you can see what goes into it. Uh, And it may be one cigar through the whole two hours it may take. Interesting. Because it does take a long time Mm -hmm. to do it properly pay attention because to they want
5: you they want you to specifically separate aromas and taste in the first shirt. third second third 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 uh, then you have what the wrapper looks like are there construction issues they have areas where you can hand write in flaws that you see on it and sometimes a flaw could be well it got beat up in transit mm-hmm. and there's a nick in the wrapper and so you put that there was a nick in the wrapper when i got it in case there was a construction
3: issue later and that could explain it there's a lot that goes into That's- it yeah, if you get something that has a tight drawer or something like that, you're giving it a bad rating because of a flaw that it made. And maybe they pushed that aside because it was just one out of the how many people are doing it. I think it's uh, actually 20 or 25 people on every cigar. Wow. Because it's a box of cigars that they end up okay. sending out. Okay,
1: that makes sense. And,
3: and I believe that's what it is. So, you know, we're four of them, but four out of four to, to pick that cigar so high. And that we, knowing what it was, when... when you know, not knowing that cigar, which we just found the information of that. Yeah. But we, we all thought this was a great cigar, too. And you all do it independently. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And at the end, after um, I had sent my stuff in before I left for the trade show, I wanted to do all my work in advance of it because I'm going to smoke so many cigars there. Yeah. So I did it in advance, and they said, usually I send it, and they send me the information right back, and they said, we're not going to send you your information because there's some of the people that you're, you're working with. That know. would be
5: Barry and oh, Derek because I got mine in before David did. Just did putting you? it out Whoa.
3: there. You got it. In putting before it me? out there.
5: I got mine done before you.
3: I thought I scanned yours.
5: Yeah, because you were going to scan yours, and I said, oh. "Okay, when you're done smoking your last cigar, because I'm done." Oh, one he you got, scan he got mine. In one
3: before me. Oh, sorry.
4: Winning is winning. That's it. I will say without throwing anybody under the bus by name that I wasn't last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So uh, upcoming shows that are coming on next week, very interesting show. We did this show once before, twice before. People found it interesting. I don't know. We're going to be back in Salem with the crystal ball. And not only do I have a crystal ball, i got a little hat that uh-huh. goes with it this
6: time. Curtis, Curtis Sean. Sean. We yeah, we
3: Rogers. And um, the crystal ball is looking into 2017 and beyond. Uh, mergers and acquisitions, facts or fishing, who buys who, what this industry looks like in a couple years from now. I got a little slideshow thing going on with it. I'm really you went too far on
0: this. I one. went too oh, far. We went too far.
3: So it's going to be interesting, uh, and we'll smoke something from the contenders pack. Uh, moving on to August 27th, no Chuck, but it is episode 333, which we all know what that means. More cowbell. It's the more cowbell show. You'll see what that's all about, and um, we're going to smoke two cigars from the care package, and we've got lots of mail bags to get to um september 3rd labor day weekend we're going to head to the two guys smoke shop in seabrook that's what we normally do on the holiday because let's
4: head to the store closest to the beach right on the weekend
3: where everybody goes here we go so bigger audience (laughs) yeah that's what we're going for uh september 10th again lots of no chuck shows coming up i know but it is the barry bachelor party just the beginning the beginning. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it sounds good, right? It's I Barry guess. Dangerfield. <laughs> Barry Dangerfield. We still have time to convince
5: him Barry not to change A his name to his wife's name.
3: Bad, bad, bad Barry Dangerfield.
1: Oh, Barry works on so many levels. September
3: seventeenth, Barry's wedding live. Change your first
5: name to Barrons while you're at it. It is Barrons. It's what we call him, but you could actually you could yeah, do this. No. Barrett. Yeah, no. <laughs> do, I, do
4: I go ENC? Do I go ANC? There's just too many confusion. Is your things. name Barrance or Barry? Well, Barry is actually over the years it got short, but the the origin is actually Barron's.
1: What's on your birth certificate?
4: Barry.
3: Really? So it's Barry. Okay. Um what else we got? We got um the recap of uh two guys 31st Anniversary, October 1st. We're going to have the anniversary party a couple nights before. Can't wait. I I sent you some stuff, right? Yes, you did. I got a lot of stuff there. Um, And um, what are we going to... November 26th, we're going to start selling care packages again. So those that are listening, I want to get in on that care package. We kind of shut it off. Uh, On the November 26th show, we'll tell you how you can get in on that. And we'll sell them for the remainder of the year until we reach 1,000. Right now, we're at 500 care packages. 501. Right. 501. (laughs) And uh, January 7th, Cigar of the Year, so that's what the um, the calendar looks like right now, and lots of uh, questions in between, so uh, we waiting on some guests and things like that. Speaking of a guest, we have visiting us for the I- anniversary party is Klaus-Peter Kellner. Mm. This is hanky Kellner's son, who's been with Davidoff for quite a number of m- years, uh, basically his whole life. Yeah. He's a young man, but he's coming up... What is he, 20? No, he's over 21, whatever he is. But he's the guy that they're bringing around doing those taste uh, yep. things that his father did for years. Well, his English is quite a bit better. And I haven't seen him in action, but I hear he's fantastic. And uh, he's going to come up on Thursday, September 29th. And a $20 ticket gets you into this tasting where you're going to be smoking Davidoff cigars. And he's going to explain nice. to you everything about it. So we'll have him up in the Salem store. We're going to. This uh, is a Hank Kellner. There we go. And
4: my
1: son. Class Peter Kellner. And
3: you're. <laughs> Here we go. So that's Klaus Peter. He's going to come up. $20 ticket gets it for you. That's going to be on Thursday, September, September 29th. If you're in the area, come and get your tickets because uh, it'll go fast. Seating is limited on that. Um, what else? What else? Uh, right now, if we can squeeze it in, let's do a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of
5: $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let did know where
4: that
1: came from, yeah!
5: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
1: Question right off the bat. Yeah, question. yeah we got a challenge here. Yeah, we got a challenge, David. Excuse I got it? the
4: calculator so I could type in the four digits.
1: It's so, please. so
5: when
4: someone texts him,
5: right. it'll come up on the banner.
4: So here we go. We're in airplane mode. No, we're not and we like shut the, calculator. the wireless off, so
5: now nobody
4: could text me. All right, this is under protest.
3: And he has yeah. the year four down there. The year four. there's a fat finger. Um, Okay, Barry, you're the champion. Yes. All right, we're watching Barry, right? You can see him. You're right over him. You can I see know, him but climb. that's my attack. It just, just gonna... seems very sneaky to me. It's so sneaky. I don't, only cause he, only no. cause I don't have a table. He, because he's winning. That's all. You've got a problem with the guy winning all the time.
1: Why, uh, why is he winning? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
3: All right, Barry's going to go first. I'm closest welcome. without going over. Guess the year of their birth without going over. And, Barry, today is Annie Oakley's birthday. Annie Oakley, anything? Western. Sharpshooter uh, who starred in Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. She was a uh, sharpshooter who could shoot the playing edge of a car off from 27 meters away. She is arguably the first American woman to become a superstar. I wrote it Annie down. Oakley, born today, what year? 1835. 1835. 1880. 1880. 1818. Eighteen, eighteen. Barry gets the point. Of course he usual. does. Yep. Eighteen thirty-five. Why don't you just give him all the points right now and <laughs> just read
5: the stuff? And he Barry first? just
3: gets the points. It's eighteen sixty. He's perfect. <laughs> He's very good at this. That's all there is to it. Stein, <laughs> cheater. Chuck Morrison. Yes, sir. Today is Fidel Castro's birthday. Oh boy. Oh, remember, remember the last time we had
5: Fidel Castro's birthday on the show? Uh, Frank, Herrera. Frank Herrera. Frank yeah. Herrera swore
3: eight times and cost us eight thousand
5: dollars. <laughs> eight
3: hundred. Eight hundred. Uh, world leader, infamous Cuban dictator, revolutionary power in 1959, who served the country as prime minister until ni- until t- 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 1976, and then became president from 76 to 2008. First, he was the prime minister. He'd call himself anything he wants. He is the dictator, and. Um, he was uh, the leading into the Chris, um, Cuban Missile Crisis, has seven sons, two daughters, still alive, born today. What year? Dave, he was born in 1925. 25, he says. 1910. 1910. 1933. 33. Chuck Morrison. Hey! 25, it's 26. You got a point. Very close to two points. Two points exact, remember that. That's it. Mr. Jonathan. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Director it's just Alfred. Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock. Iconic director, known for his master of suspense films, including Psycho, Rear Woman, Rear Window, North by Northwest, Vertigo, Dial M for Murder, and The Birds.
4: Rear Ro- Woman is a different genre. Rear
3: woman?
4: Yeah. Rear window? Woman.
3: Yeah. Rear window? Okay. <laughs> known for his brief cameos he made as an appearance in every one of his films he's in. I didn't know that. There we go. You learn a lot of stuff here. He loved cigars. And he is, was born today. Alfred Hitchcock, today. What year? 1901. 1901. 1895. 1895. 1899. 1899 for two points. Chuck Morrison. Wow. 1899.
4: Anybody looking at his computer? Is he cheating over you there? Want look at.
3: <laughs> so it's three, Chuck Morrison, to one, Barry, to the normal zero for Mr. Jonathan. Correct. And this is going to Barry again Bert Lahr, L. A-H-R Cowardly Lion Here we go Oh my god Very good (laughs) Gave a memorable performance Gave a memorable performance As the Cowardly Lion In The Wizard of Oz His roles in Foxy The Birds Do you know he was in The Birds With Alfred Hitchcock See how things go uh, What do you call that Three ways Full uh,
5: circle
3: Not full circle But there's three ways You can connect people Or whatever it's called Uh,
5: Six degrees of
3: separation Here we go From Kevin Bacon Here we go uh, so anyway, Bert Lahr, the cowardly lion, was born today. What year? 1903. 1903. 1890. 1890. 1890. 1904. 1904. 1890. 1895. 1895. Where's 1903. It? 1890. You'll get it, Gosh. Chuck Morrison. Wow. They're over. You got it. Yep. So here's this four to one. To zero.
4: If I'm going to lose to anybody, i gladly
3: lose to You Well, because we caught
5: you on the whole cheating thing, so now you can't pull up the things. So we made you put it in airport mode. Uh, now was, we know the secret.
4: There's one question
3: left. We don't even have to do it, but for the hell of it. Danny Bonaduce. Who is he, Barry? Partridge family. There we go. Actor best known as a child actor in the television series, The Partridge Family. Also became a professional wrestler and re- radio personality. Danny Bonaducci, known in the Partridge family as Danny. Danny Partridge. Uh, not a hard one to pull there. Uh, born today, what year? Mr. Jonathan. 1954. 54. 54. 1958. 58. And I have 1948. 48. And Barry will take the point at 58 at 59. Barry takes two. Mr. Jonathan, big goose egg for you. <laughs> Chuck Morrison, hey. our new champion. It worked. So what do we do next week? You're not going to be here.
1: I will, uh, will prelegate it back to the cheater. I mean, uh, back to Barry. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
3: so this Classic Day brought to you by Classic Cigar. Whichever classic you choose, it's available on twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Or other retailers across the country now carrying it. Celebrate today with a Classic Cigar. And a quick reminder, if it's your birthday, happy birthday. We can't give you any free cigars anymore. How
1: was the turnout Happy that? birthday. Go screw
3: yourself. How was Curtis it? Courtesy of the FDA. Big turnout for free happy birthday cigars on Sunday. I didn't check the numbers. It was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I didn't check the numbers, but uh, we gave away free cigars on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, just to go out with a bang. Yeah, a lot of free cigars, but it's over. It is over, and so is the show. So, final thoughts on La Galera Habano? It's the cure for the common cold.
1: <laughs> you sounded better.
3: Yeah, it's cutting through, right? It's cutting right. Spices, through. good. Yeah, good. I like Very it. Good. It's a contender for the cigar of the year. Which one will win? We'll find out in January. I predict Garofalo wins. (laughs) That's just my prediction. Oh, my God. I hope not. Anyway, $49.99. You'll find it on the cigarauthority.com. The one I'm going to
5: push for to win now. Here we go. Every time I vote, I'm voting Garofalo.
3: Okay, next week, I'm going to take out the crystal ball and look into the future as we discussed rumors and acquisitions. Who's going to buy who? Perhaps people are looking to sell? The answer is yes. Everybody's for sale. It's one of the most popular cigars of last year when we did it, and we're going to get into it again and see if we can start some trouble out there in the cigar world. I know we can. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chuck. It's who's looking to buy
5: whom.
1: Yes, it is. But (laughs) regardless. Well played, sir.
5: While you're smoking your La Galera Habano, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
0: That's triple eight two cigar two or on the web at two guys dot com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is two guys smoke shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's jo-